0: Welcome to Dragon (laughs) at the Movies. Oh, our co-host is uh, making noises already.
1: Yeah. Hi, everyone. Welcome, blah, 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 blah.
0: He's lounging in such a weird position. There Uh we go. (laughs) Uh
1: Yeah? No? Uh, Well, he'll make noises as we go along. Don't worry. There you go.
0: There we go. Hi. I, I can't wait till the noises he makes yeah. is just crying, just wailing absolutely. Oh, upset.
1: He, I mean, based on last night, Jesus Christ,
0: that's gonna happen he
1: he basically like this was the fun night I had, which was I woke up like four times, yeah, because somebody was like, You know what? I'm going to just cry,
0: yep, as you do.
1: oh hold on, sorry, he just did something. God damn it hit, hit he undo. I saw he that. hit undo. And then he hit undo again, so now I have to remember what I did before. What is going on? Hey, how do you undo undo, Dragon? <laughs> you can go forward. But no, not on the laptop for some reason.
0: What? Yes, you can. Anyway,
1: anyway, yeah, like, let's you, you can on, do Dragon. redo.
0: It's Control Y.
1: Control. Oh, God damn it! It's all the way across there. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, he still undid some things, but it's okay. I'll I'll okay. I'll figure it out. What what he deleted? Okay. Uh, right, good. buddy. Right, buddy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Poor Alejandra. He's now
1: lounging again. Yep, I see it. Anyway, this is the life I'm leading now, which is just the kid is now just like, what is near me? I'm going to grab it. So do me it, a favor. Don't yeah. have anything near me.
0: And seemingly it's like what's near me that uh, that is not meant for me in any way, shape or form. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, all right, Dragon. Yes. What do you... Uh... I'm sorry. I'm just like distracted right now because I'm trying to like control the baby. Mm. Oh, Sorry. Tell me about your week dragon that's what we were doing
0: there you go um it was all right i did a little bit of training uh we i went to a friend's baby shower so that's very exciting
1: mm-hmm.
0: um it was super fun i haven't seen them in a little bit so it's really nice to see them and i got was to I see invited? you i got to hang out Why with alejandro you were oh. there literally you were oh there. right um got to hang out with little alejandro which is where like he uh He kept reaching for like cups and stuff, but if you like Uh handed the cup to him, he was like, "No, I want to reach for this one."
1: Yeah, he uh he got into he's getting into the habit where it's like, "I want whatever you I'm not allowed to have." Yeah. So as you can see, well, but you the 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 people who listen to the the people who watch the video version of our podcast, yeah, can see him holding a toy remote right now. Yep. Uh, we bought him a a remote. That's a plastic toy. Yep, like a chew toy. Can, yeah, that he can chew on because he kept grabbing the remote. Yep. And he's having a freak out right now. I see jumped. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yep. There we go. Sorry. All right. Very distracted day. <laughs> so we got him a little like chew toy remote. Yeah. So that he could grab a remote and like chew on it and not, you know, change the channels. Mm-hmm. Um but no, that's not enough. He's like, No, 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 no. I want the one you're holding yes of course not the one that you've given me how dare you how dare you give me this one I want the one that's forbidden
0: the trick is I think you need to pretend to turn the tv on with his remote and then he'll try and Uh, take it you know what I mean trust me
1: I have been doing that (laughs) not working he seems to pick it up
0: he's too smart for his own good
1: yeah um Uh, anyway
0: that's the that's the major thing that I did what about you Berto how was your week
1: I mean, I was going to talk about the baby shower I went to, but somebody decided, you know what? No, I don't give a crap about your stories. I'm going to talk about mine. Yeah. Oh. No, I mean, it's pretty much that, you know, taking care of the baby, babysitting. <laughs> Again, I call it babysitting because, uh, you know, I don't really parent. I just kind of, I'm there.
0: It's not, it's never babysitting when it's your baby.
1: No, nope, no. Nope, trust me. It's babysitting.
0: You big dumb dummy. <laughs> I
1: literally just sit there and we watch TV together.
0: You're certainly not gonna paid for it, so.
1: And yeah, and then every now and then I have to close his eyes because I'm like, nope, nope, this is too. This is not appropriate for you. I
0: believe it, especially the crap you watch. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah right, buddy. Yeah, I've I've had to, I've I've, because he started watching TV, and now I'm like, oh, it's no longer bright colors. He actually he sees what's happening. See, yeah. He, so now yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Now I gotta be careful. Make sure you don't watch any of the any of the rated R stuff. <laughs> I'd say the rated R stuff isn't bad. It would be like. I don't know, because it's like, hey, what's going on? Hey, it's, it's, you know, the rated R stuff is whatever, because yeah. I, like I grew up watching rated R movies. Sure, sure. You know, th- th- it's like you yeah. at some point you just realize it's fake. So, <laughs> oh, people shooting each other is not real. So who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, hey, what is going on? A hey said
0: spaghetti. On?
1: Yeah, he's like now just I don't know if he wants to lay down and kick me. Or, yeah, try try. I, yeah, I'm having a lot of problems with the baby today. I know. Anyway, there we go. Now he's happy. Uh, right? Yeah. There you go. There. Kick daddy. <laughs> All right. All right, dragon. Yeah. Enough of this. Enough of me trying to t- tell a story as I'm distracted by a baby. Yep. Yeah. Why don't you why don't we start with a little segment we like to call Dragon at the Movies? Nope. Dragon on the Couch. Oh sorry Dragon out the C- again I'm very distracted yeah, right Yeah, yeah, I can see cow. that.
0: Okay, um so I uh I will start with um in Germany. Um so I, Alemania. We- Alemania, that's right. Deutschland. Deutschland, I believe. Um so we watched uh Necromantic 2. So uh oh. if you remember I, I I talked about Necromantic I think a few weeks ago. Yes. And it's a it's a German movie about cannibal or a necrophiliac, not a cannibal. Yes. Sorry, I don't, it's in the title. Um, so uh, this is the, the second one of that. So basically, in this one, um, this woman, uh, the the necrophiliac in the first one. Um, spoiler alert. Okay, ready? Spoiler alert. He kills yeah. He kills himself in the first one. Um, yes. And in the second one, starts with somebody digging up his dead body and like to okay. have sex with it. Yeah. Oh. So exciting. The, the the movie's like sort of a comedy. It's like a you know like a, a hmm. comedy horror, um, yeah. which is the best kind of horror movie, I think. And okay. uh, I I liked it. I thought it was fun. It's on Shutter. It's a uh, you know it's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah. I was I was into it. Uh, I like a weird German movie from 1991. Apparently,
1: apparently, yeah. You seem to really love the Germans. I know, right. Um, uh, and this is was it again this was the the West West Berlin In
0: I 1991 when did the wall fall? Uh
1: 1991 actually.
0: Oh, I don't I don't remember. I'm going to guess Berlin West, West Berlin.
1: Berlin. I don't remember. I'm going to guess West Berlin because East Berlin didn't have anything. Yeah. I mean East Berlin didn't even have blue jeans. So <laughs>
0: What are they just wearing trousers the whole time? The fucking weirdos?
1: I, probably. I don't know. Whatever was issued with them in the, yeah. g- the glorious utopia that is uh, socialism. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, now he's happy.
0: Anyway, so I watched that. Uh, and again, it's yeah. on Shudder. It was not with Joe Bob. The first one was with Joe Bob.
1: This yeah. one's not. Mm-hmm. So um, would you say it was better with the Joe Bobs?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's always fun with Joe. I, I, I like any movie better with Joe Bob usually. Telling me fun facts about the movie.
1: You do love fun facts. I do. That is why we're best friends because I'm just filled with fun facts. You're filled with facts. Yeah. In
0: quotes, dude. You can't see me when I'm doing the air quotes.
1: Yeah. I'm going to say facts, despite the fact that, like, most of the time the facts are incorrect.
0: Yes. Yes. That's what, hence the air quotes. Oh, okay. I
1: I thought you were air quoting the fun.
0: No, no, I was not.
1: Okay. So, look. So then you're telling me to keep going because whether they're true or not, you're having fun.
0: No, yeah, you know, it's a thing. Um. Anyway, so I watched that. Um. Next, uh, we're in Danny Boyle land. So mm-hmm. the next movie in Danny Boyle land was Slumdog Millionaire. So we watched Slumdog Millionaire. It's oh, on Jesus HBO, Christ. by the
1: way. Oscar award winning, That's Oscar the,
0: winning Slumdog Millionaire. Not yeah. just
1: Oscar winning. It's like the the big Oscar, the best picture of yep. the year.
0: It did indeed win best picture.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um. You know what? This movie gets a lot of shit. I don't think it's that bad. Honestly, I, it's not that bad.
1: So I remember watching this movie. The first like thirty minutes, I'm gonna say, are really good, and then it. In my like, I remember this. The first thirty minutes is really good, and then it just goes to utter utter shit.
0: But I don't think. It, I don't. I don't think that's true. I, I. mean, look, I didn't love it, but it's. I don't think it deserves the hate that it got. And I think that if it had not won Best Picture, it would not have gotten
1: m- the majority of that hate. Well, nobody cared about it until it was like suddenly nominated for no reason. <laughs>
0: I mean, listen. I like Danny Boyle. I'm glad he has an Oscar. I, you know, it shouldn't have been for this, probably. But what, what are you I, gonna do?
1: It, was this one of those Weinstein movies? Because Weinstein, for a while, was like really good at just taking these like little known movies and like oh, being like these are these are very good movies and just like putting out yeah. good campaigns to get them for uh, so cause you know it's a whole campaign arm to it.
0: So yeah. it is not a Weinstein movie. It was okay. a Fox searchlight movie, I believe. Okay. Um, you know what's really interesting about it? It almost yeah. it almost went to straight to DVD. Yeah. Like the like the the company that made it was like, uh, I think we need to do straight to DVD with this. And then they were like, uh, can we like sell it to somebody? And they were like, Yeah, all right, you can sell it to somebody. And then it ended up being going into one of the film festivals and doing really well yeah um and then it was you know we won best picture somehow
1: pretty much yeah i don't know how but you know yeah. what i don't even remember what it beat out so it might be one of those years that like oh jesus they just handed it to something because it's like nothing really deserved it this year
0: yeah i i don't i don't know what it, what uh it's two thousand eight, so I don't remember what movies came out in two thousand eight. Yeah.
1: Anyway, oh, the but, Dark Knight,
0: uh, the Dark Knight was the big one, I think.
1: I mean, that shouldn't have won either, but no. I mean, it was a good movie, but it's not an Oscar movie. Yeah, Agreed. Um, but yeah, um, I, I I remember not liking that movie, Dragon.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, i would I I wouldn't have rewatched it if it wasn't for this. And honestly, I didn't pay super close attention to it rewatching it this time. Oh, but it so wasn't it Could be bad.
1: complete shit. You just you, oh, you did what I do with musicals, where I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed this musical, and the reason why I liked it is because every time they start singing and dancing, you were on just, your phone? I'm on my phone.
0: <laughs> um, so it's anyway. like, yeah,
1: this this 30 minute movie was really good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh That was that was Slumdog Millionaire. Um. Okay. And last, uh, okay, so I think I've talked about these these movies in the past, but there is a filmmaker from um, New Hampshire named Matt Farley, yes, who makes like these uber low budget movies. Um, they're like ten thousand dollars, like that that level of that level of movie, and um, they're all super fun. And he's made like dozens of them.
1: Yes, go on. I
0: really I really enjoy them
1: sorry I'm just this- again yeah, the baby the, is,
0: the baby is all over the place and
1: he is <laughs> flopping on me and just pulling every wire imaginable
0: yes me. anyway uh so Matt barley this is uh his movie from 2021 um yeah. called uh metal De- metal detector maniac <laughs> yeah okay. and basically the plot of the movie is there's there's these two guys playing basketball and they see this dude in a in the park adjacent to them uh <laughs> using yeah. his metal detector in the park. And they just go, that guy has bad vibes. Like I, I don't like that guy. And it's like the whole movie is them investigating this dude, but without ever actually talking to him. And the whole time they're writing songs about him. Because okay. the, the subplot of this movie is that they are uh two professors on sabbatical to make an album together.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I so- really liked it. It's super-
1: are you laughing at the this, movie? or are you laughing at Andrew right now? I'm
0: laughing at the movie, but also at Andrew a little bit. So the, okay. so the the thing I love about Matt Farley is like all of the movies are sort of these weird absurdist like but grounded in reality movies where like sometimes these in places where I'm like, I know that place because I'm from <laughs> New Hampshire. Oh, you know? gotcha, it's like, yeah. it's just so it, it's so fun to me. It tickles me so much. And me and Andrew are actually going up to New Hampshire in um May. Because every year, Matt Farley puts on, like, a a movie, like, a festival thing. Oh, nice, Where he, like, screens his newest movie. And he, like, so he also has, like, the most songs ever written on, like, Spotify or something like that. So you can, he, like, writes songs for anything. You can commission him to write a song for you. And he'll, like, write a little song for you. Um, Anyway, he's such an interesting character. And I think it's very fun. And I'm excited (laughs) to go to the little, like, film thing that he's doing in May. Um and I I just like Matt Farley a lot. As far as I can tell, uh, uh Metal Detector Maniac is not streaming anywhere. Um, I, I, I would
1: imagine not. But yeah,
0: I I would say that you could go to his uh website, which is Motern Media M O T E R N, and uh, and find this. Andrew has the I believe the Blu-ray. <laughs> so, okay. Interesting. Uh, Matt Farley's also super interesting because you can text he has his his actual phone number, his cell phone number just yeah. out there. You can text him anytime. It's in every single movie in like on like the case and it just says like text me whenever you want. And I've texted him before and he just like answers right away and he's like, "Yeah, thanks so much for like watching the movie, you know. Do you have any questions?" Like it's I, very I, interesting.
1: He sounds like like me when I'm desperately like I just need human attention. <laughs>
0: I think that he's just like very passionate about his movies and they're so, it's so interesting to me in like how kind of weird they are and how he just like makes them to make them and like he's he loses money obviously on everything that he does does he and... it's only
1: $10,000 he just has to make $10,000 right
0: yeah but like oh. he, how much know? does it
1: cost how much does it cost to rent his movie or to buy his movie online
0: i have no idea i don't know okay but i'm just i saying, would imagine like, I, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a money like it's not like a money maker for well, him. Well, no, I don't it's think like he's a making money. Thing, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't think he's making money off of it. But at least I would be like, man, I hope you're like, like getting a little bit, like there's like a- making making your your budget and then getting a little bit just for the trouble.
0: I don't know about that. There's a um there there's a thing like on the website when you buy the tickets to his like movie thing in May, yeah. it says like. <laughs> It says like the the ticket to go to the show thing that he's doing is twenty five dollars, which is essentially free. You know, like that's basically nothing. And yeah. then there's a little thing on the bottom that says, "Feel free to tip Matt and pay extra if you'd like." He loses thousands on this event every year. Jesus, <laughs> which I think is so funny. I'm like that. Make the tickets more expensive, Matt. Like, what are you
1: doing? Yeah, for real. Like, you could charge like forty, yeah. and probably people the same amount of people would pay it,
0: right? uh anyway i'm excited to go uh the day after he just hangs out at a beach for like six hours and just says whoever wants to come hang out can come hang out
1: have you hung out with him
0: no we're gonna we're gonna do it this year for the first time i'm really excited okay. we we found him during the pandemic like we ah, okay yeah but he's been making movies since like the early 2000s oh. um we found him because of spectacle it was he was uh um spectacle. oh he did something else. screened at one of his movies and he was there doing like a q a Um, But it was like, it was at the height of the pandemic. So it was all virtual. It was really fun. Anyway, I highly recommend uh, Matt Farley stuff. Um, Okay, Berto, why don't you tell me about what you've been watching in a little segment to call Berto on the Bed?
1: Well, what one thing that you've been watching Dragon is uh, Alejandro has just been doing the William Dafoe from Platoon where he just like, (laughs) sticks his arms out and sticks his head up and then just like, I'm gonna fall backwards. Oh, (laughs) Like he's getting shot. He's doing he just trust falls, doing I believe. Yeah, he's doing that over and over and over again. And I'm like, bro, at some point I might not get, look, he's doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Stop it. <laughs> so I've been basically just catching my son from probably swan diving off my bed.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyway, let's uh get started, Dragon. Okay, go ahead. So I watched a little TV show. Uh, I guess it's yeah. It's a, well, it's a documentary miniseries on the Netflix machine,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it's called Waco: American Apocalypse. Dragon, have you seen this?
0: I have not seen it. Is it? Is no. it? Is it new?
1: Yes, it just came out like okay, this week okay. or so.
0: That makes sense. Um,
1: have you? Do you? Are you a fan of the Waco story? Because I'm a fan <laughs> of the Waco story. You I know mean, I am.
0: What do you mean by fan?
1: <laughs> do you know about it? Basically, I do. Yeah okay so this that's like that's I, the, like the
0: great thing the atf did right that's like the oh, wonderful yeah, great thing the atf did is, to like, stop a horrible cult
1: this is the thing that like basically anytime someone goes like oh you know what we should do is ban guns immediately all you have to do is be like look what happened with waco with one fucking compound one compound and it fucking failed miserably we can't do that. It, it literally is it will be impossible
0: yeah
1: um yeah well, the ATF I thought. will say
0: that I will say this about Waco. It didn't have to go down like that. It could have no. been done peacefully.
1: Well, the, okay. the ATF
0: so, decided that it was not going to be peaceful.
1: Let, let's 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 talk to story because the one thing I I, I I did like so the the documentary sentence I felt a little rushed. Because okay. They weren't hitting the points. But then again, I'm also one of those people like I've read books on this. I've yeah. read a bunch of different things on this. Uh, so I, I'm i very familiar with the story. Yeah, um, they go fast and they basically are like, all right, the ATF was trying to uh, found out that this this, you know, they call them they keep calling them a cult. And yes, they were a cult. But it's more like I can't wait for you to backtrack on this being a cult. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> they were a cult but they were a cult the way let like but they were like they were they were a religious cult but they were also like we just we don't we mind their own we mind our own business. No. Yes. Yes. The leader of the cult is like I need to have sex with your wives. Yes, he was having sex with underage women. Like
0: <laughs> that I, I believe you mean girls. <laughs>
1: um yeah. Well, let's now let's define it. No. <laughs> yes, he was having sex with like teenage girls. Yeah. Um So, yes, there is definitely like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Uh Um, Buddy, it's okay. And the ATF was like, okay, we need to we have what happened was that there was a falling out. And one guy was like, oh, I got kicked out of the cult. So I'm going to go to the to the government and be like, you need to stop these people because they're they have a they have a shit ton of guns. Yeah. And uh, he's raping children. So the ATF was like, oh, this is going to be great for our public uh, image. Because you know, for Ruby Ridge, we, I'm not gonna go into Ruby Ridge. Ruby Ridge <laughs> happened literally the year before. And that was I, I, very, thought, Ru- very I bad. thought
0: Ruby Ridge was after. Ruby Ridge no, was Ruby before Ridge Waco.
1: Before, yeah. oh. Um
0: wait, 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 to- wait. So the ATF went, you know what? Ruby Ridge went so well. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it again.
1: <laughs> Ruby Ridge went so you well, know, essentially they were like, Ruby Ridge went so poorly. We need a, a, oh, a we public have to, like, service like ourselves. Bump.
0: Yeah. So
1: what they did was they called the the uh the news and was like, Hey, guess what we're gonna do? We're going to uh arrest these people. That way we're gonna it's gonna be a nice good image of us like coming out with these children who are being raped that are saved, and we stop these like people with all these guns and all that stuff. And oh, yeah. we stop the cult, everyone, yay, yay, yay. Um uh, yeah, they showed up, and uh, now it's always like a question of who fired first. Yeah, but either way, a forty-five minute like standoff happened where they're just shooting at each other. Mm-hmm. It was a forty-five minute firefight. I think four people died up Swan so Dive. Yep. Um, a forty-five minute standoff where I believe four four cops, four ATF engines died. Numerous of them were uh like shot, and a few people from the cult. Yeah, like, got shot. Yeah. And um, then came a 51 day standoff <laughs> where the FBI was like, well, we're just going to hang out outside. Until <laughs> you guys come out and they're like, why the fuck would we come out? We don't trust you. You literally just shot and killed people without like without telling us who the fuck you were. Or why would we come outside? And then uh, at the end, the uh, the ATF was like, I think it was the ATF or the FBI. were like, you know what? We're going to gas you guys.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> don't worry, Dragon. Kids don't have that. There's no kid size for gas masks. So they're, <laughs> they're going to be like, oh, my goodness, my kid is suffocating. Let's go outside. Yeah. yeah. They started gassing them and they were like, yep, um, the kids aren't coming out. Also, uh, a fire started and it's engulfing the place. Don't worry, they'll come out. No, like I think four people came out, something like 70 people died. Yeah. That's essentially the story. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this goes into and it, what I like is it kind of goes into both of them. Uh. There is a book by one of the survivors, uh, David Thibodeau. I, I heard about that book. Yeah. He his book is fucking amazing. It's yeah. so good. It's also very like. He's very good at being like, "Look, this is it's. An, it wasn't them just attacking us. Like he gives an account of everything in both sides and doesn't paint everyone on the best light and everything. Yeah. I think it's a very honest portrayal of it. Yeah. And uh, there's actually a TV show. Uh, there was a TV show uh, that's based on his book, but yeah, this is one of those that's like. I, I know everyone loves a conspiracy. You know I love a conspiracy theory, Dragon. Yeah, Dragon. yeah. I know this you do. was a real. This was a real one. No, this I don't want to call it a conspiracy theory because literally the government killed like seventy something people by accident, no. and then went. Ah, uh, if we don't release the information, then <laughs> it'll never prove it against us because to this day they they've never like investigated no, 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 no. the bodies or anything they never even investigated the gun so the 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 law that they were breaking was that they were selling they would buy guns yeah a shit ton of guns and then sell them at at uh what do you call the gun shows yeah but they would modify them Yeah. now that the modification was illegal and that was because it's a very little known uh law that you had to go get a 25 five dollar permit to do it <laughs> They never got that $25 permit. So the ATF went, you know what, guys? <laughs> 70-something people have to die, including children. It's and fun. then they were like, they were, and then the government was like, oh, my goodness. They lit themselves on fire. You know, <laughs> all the survivors, the people who came out of the house, and, and it was bef- even before, like, the fire, like, yeah. throughout the 51-day standoff. Some people would leave the house. All of them went, we weren't a suicide cult. I don't know what you're talking. Why would we <laughs> light ourselves on fire? Anyway, fun. They,
0: I always I always thought that the the government made it basically impossible for them to leave. Like even if they um, wanted to.
1: It's just like you're literally outside. They mm-hmm. brought in tanks for no fucking reason. Uh and then like again, you're you're the so the cult, one thing the cult leader was saying was like the government was going to come in and like take their children. And now yeah. you have the government being like just give us the children so we're Coming we in safe. to take the
0: children? Yeah. Yeah,
1: and then they're like um no (laughs) you're the devil oh all right alejandro might have to leave soon
0: i don't i I I, because he's
1: swan diving but uh yeah this is a good it's a good documentary uh yeah again it leaves off a lot it even leaves off the entire government investigation which means which was uh not an investigation i was gonna say bye alejandro
0: bye alejandro what investigation
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the government was like, um, no, you don't you don't need to investigate this. Of no, course do? not. <laughs> trust us. Bro, trust us. We we investigated it. Why would we release it? You don't need any more investigation. We did it. We got it, guys. anyway I just Whenever the government says, trust us, we did it. We, it's fine. Yeah, you don't we don't need to see it. evidence don't of worry. it. Don't worry, guys. We we don't have to check. <laughs> like, yeah, whenever that happens, it's like, oh boy. Yeah. Again, so again, I want to be like... Whatever they
0: did was a nightmare.
1: (laughs) Yeah, again, I want to be like, I love conspiracy theories. Uh, This is not one of them because it's not a conspiracy theory in my mind. A conspiracy theory implies that, like, you know, there was some shadiness. There's no shadiness in this. It's literally just the government killed people and then went, okay, if we just don't release the information,
0: no one will know. (laughs) It's totally fine. Everything is fine. Um, Yeah, yeah, interesting.
1: (sighs) Anyway, Fun. Um, and I do, do, the, the, what's it called? The documentary does interview people from there. And like, you can see like some people are still angry. Yeah. Uh, David Thibodeau is still like, fuck, fuck the government for what they did. And then government people are like, no, 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 no. This was a suicide cult. Fuck them. They did, they did this to themselves, blah, 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 blah.
0: It's just so ridiculous.
1: (laughs) Again. And they were like, don't worry. We're going to, we, again, they sent in gas, these gas things that were banned yeah. By international courts, yeah. By international like war treaties, and the reason why is because uh, these gas canisters that were sent were sent in uh, tend to ignite into flames. Weird. And then suddenly it ignites into flames, and yet the FBI is like, "No, no, no, no they they lit their own fires." What are you talking about? Just because <laughs> the evidence says it doesn't. Again, it's I want to be like uh, this is a conspiracy theory and it's fun, but it's not fun because it actually fucking happened. <laughs>
0: Well, it's also not a conspiracy theory if it's just true, you know, like, it's just like, it's just facts.
1: Here's the crazy thing. I think the older I get, the more I realize that every conspiracy theory is true. (laughs) You know, apparently, (laughs) you know, something that was revealed a couple of months ago was that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was working with the the CIA.
0: (laughs) Okay, but that doesn't mean,
1: I I like the CIA
0: being like, whoa, 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 we knew him. Like let's not yeah.
1: go. <laughs> both- he worked for us. He was one of our agents. And then they were like, So did you were you involved in the JFK assassination? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Why would you ask that? That's crazy. <laughs> well, given
0: given the shit that like FBI agents do now to like get people to do crimes, I fully oh, yeah. <laughs> believe that they, like, absolutely right. Like, or
1: was hey, it the uh, Hey the- Lee Harvey
0: Oswald? Why don't you try and shoot the president? <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're like, here's a gun. Just go Wouldn't I bet be you cool? they were like <laughs> I bet you didn't even do that. They were just like, hey, hey, uh, go up to the book depository. There's we have a nice present for you. It's it's a cake. It's a birthday cake. For you. And he's like, it's not even my birthday. Okay, cool. Just go up there. And then he goes up there and sees the gun. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> um oh, but yeah terrible. yeah like remember the uh like every single fucking conspiracy theory is fucking apparently real like yeah. remember the, the 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 governor who they apparently there was a plot to kidnap and murder yeah. the governor and it was like 14 people were part of this oh by the way 12 of them were fbi agents <laughs> and the other two were like bro all we did were just involved in these fun techs i don't know yeah, yeah. i wasn't even a part of the plan <laughs> anyway fun anyway I'm just, yes. I'm
0: just glad they're doing the real work you know to put the real yeah. criminals behind bars.
1: i'm just i I can't wait until we find out the earth actually is flat
0: i know at that point
1: it. i'm just like you know what why that's did it. i ever yeah. doubt it it's fine <laughs> anyway all right let's move on dragon yes so i was on a little bit of a documentary kick uh rockumentary if you would into call it. it into it Uh, I then watched another documentary on uh, the Netflix machine called Money Shot The Pornhub Story Um, so this starts off as kind of like uh, a history of like this is how Pornhub started how it came from like just being a regular site to then being like the biggest porn site in the world and then the, the controversy behind it and I was like what is the controversy behind it and it was mostly just like Oh, what was happening was on this website, um, people were just stealing other people's videos and then posting it up as their own. Yeah. So the content creators were like, I'm not getting paid for this stuff. And yeah. also, um, since there was no one checking, not that there was no one checking, there was not enough people checking, a lot of like uh underage porn was getting put up. Yeah. So basically Pornhub at some point was like, okay. Uh, basically, people pushed until Visa and Mastercard, and I think Amex were like, we're no longer going to do business with them. I, I remember that, yeah. Literally, as the documentary points out, only hurt the content creators. Yeah. So that, thank you, thank you so much for everyone, and then. And then what happened was ultimately they just went, okay, you know what? We're only only approved content creators are going to be able to put out videos, yeah. which I thought was a good way of doing it. But at the end, um, they kind of made it seem as if like it's not really – that wasn't as good as we thought it was. I, I, Honestly, like towards the end of it, I'm like there's just too many – Too many interweaving things, and I kind of got bored at a point. So Mm -hmm. I like, like I could go, I could rewind and real figure out what was happening. But then I was like, I just, I kind of don't really care. Yeah, you didn't. It lost
0: Um, you basically. Yeah, it lost me
1: at some point. And then it was just like, oh yeah, you know, a lot of the models moved on to uh, OnlyFans. Yeah. And then at some point OnlyFans was being threatened with that and all that stuff. And like, I don't know. It, it was an okay documentary. It was it was okay, honestly. Yeah. It, it yeah. started off re- it started off really good. And then I was like, okay, at some point it just sucked. That's too bad. But yeah, yeah. I, I was hoping for more. Especially yeah. when you have like, like for some reason porn is that thing that like is so super interesting, but especially the stories behind the things. Yeah. But nobody ever talks about. So when you have someone who's like, okay, we're making a documentary on these things. It's like, oh, this is gonna be very interesting. But then it's like, how do you how do you drop the ball on this guys come on yeah for real all right next dragon sticking on my on my not only my documentary series yes <laughs> my porn documentary series your porn related documentaries <laughs> i watched a little uh documentary this one's on Tubi called porn demic dragon yes i want you to guess what this is about
0: is this about porn made during the pandemic
1: no no <laughs> uh but that was actually a good Good guess, but Thank you. it would be. I think it would have been too soon. What happened was, uh, this is about the porn industry in the '90s when it was like booming,
0: mm. like
1: booming. the The women were making like hundreds of thousands of dollars for yeah. for movies. Um, like j- this is just at the start of the internet. Uh, all that stuff is going on. The AVNs are becoming huge. Like these porn stars are becoming household names, and um, basically, what they're describing is like we were playing with fire because AIDS was around. And yeah. we were just lucky that it hadn't gotten into the porn industry yet.
0: I just don't know how it didn't.
1: I mean, well, they kind of explained how it didn't. And that was like, it was a very insular community. Mm. So they only like worked amongst themselves and all but, yeah. that. But they were still like, I mean, like, these are wild people. Yeah. Like, yeah. And basically what happened was um, suddenly one girl comes out. So they were doing like, they were, they had testing. But yeah. it was like not very good testing, so you get the test, uh-huh. and it takes like I think it was like two weeks for you to, to get back. And then it's like okay, you have to get uh you have to get a test every like three months,
0: yeah.
1: Um and and not everyone was really like checking, so it was very like very loose.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: and then what happened was um one girl p- test positive for AIDS for HIV, mm. yeah. And they were like, holy shit, like this is bad, this is rocked crazy. Yeah. Then a second girl gets test positive, and they're like, all right industry problem and what happened was right at that time they had developed a test that could that could you could get the results back in like two or three days mm. so suddenly like the entire porn industry like sh- kind of has like a, a meeting because they're like as they explained like 80% of all the movies are made in a like five block radius yeah so they were everyone came together had a meeting and they were like all right we're gonna have to test every single person who who worked with these two actresses and they just went down the line and tested everyone mm. and as they tested people five more women, tested positive
0: what about men
1: then what happened was they were like as they were kept going through the stuff they were like okay because because basically one woman was put in charge of like i'm gonna be the one who's gonna test everyone and make sure that the protocols are in place and all this stuff basically i'm gonna solve this problem and um essentially what happened was like one guy what they? She was like. She kept asking different people that like, you got to come in and get tested. You got to come in and get tested. And then eventually it got to the point where one person. It came down to one person. And they were like, this guy keeps fucking saying he's going to do it. And it, and like they interviewed him, he was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I would go and just be like, okay, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. don't worry, I'll do it tomorrow. The problem was the guy was also like a drug addict and shit. So mm. he like like he he uh, yeah he would like in in his defense he was like yeah you know I just didn't think it was a big deal, and. <laughs> then what happened was uh he basically went to the uh what do you call it i'm sorry he he basically finally like she, as as the woman described she literally went to his place yeah. like kidnapped him yeah. took his blood and then got it tested and guess what dragon yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah and
1: then as as that happened it also it also turned out like they did a little investigation and they found out like holy shit he had faked the previous test
0: what? So he knew he was HIV positive?
1: So here's the thing. Like the previous test he faked, he said, oh, it's because uh, like you had to do it every 90 days. You have to get yeah. a test every 90 days. I was at 91. I was supposed to shoot the next day. I didn't realize it. And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, you know what? I'll just change the records real quick. And um, and then and then the next one he changed is because and then he changed it again. And the reason why he changed it was because like he says is because when they were doing the paperwork, they wrote female on it. and just to like fix it, he just fixed and changed it to male. Mm-hmm. Um now, this that being said, he you did ha- they did interview someone from the lab and he said, like, yes, that like there was someone who was entering the things wrong, messed up, and blah, yeah. blah blah, blah blah. yeah. Uh, and then they interviewed other people, and they were like, no, that's not that you changed a legal document. number one, that's illegal.
0: Yeah. Number
1: two, you put these people at risk. Which is more so. Clearly. <laughs> and number three, as one guy who as a couple of people who were like furious at him was were explaining in their interviews, they were like, Yo, like I don't understand. It takes six it's it's I think it was like sixteen dollars to get a fucking test. Yeah. And sometimes guys would be like, I don't have sixteen dollars because yeah. they're fucking drug addicts. Yeah. <laughs> and but is but he's like, it's simple. You call your fucking agent, say, Hey, front me sixteen bucks to get the test, and you do it. You yeah. you you this is the most important thing. You have to stay on top of your paperwork. And, and the guys explaining like, I worked more than anyone ever. Yeah. I worked more than anyone in the porn industry at the time. I made sure I had my test every single time. So don't fucking come to me and be like, oh, I I, I did it because of these reasons. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. So that the the basically it ends the, the documentary ends with like, you know, they outed him.
0: Yeah, of course. And
1: they basically said, like, this is the guy who did it. We think mm-hmm. this is it, blah, 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 blah. And uh he was like, No, I didn't. All this fucking horseshit, and then uh they ultimately didn't like reveal whether he knew. He never admitted to if he knew or not. But yeah, people had there was rumors that like he knew. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, tests.
0: of course, he knew. He was avoiding tests, and he wanted to get money, and this is how he got money because and he, he was, was a like- drug
1: addict. Basically, what he said was like, it's crazy that like you think you have friends and everything, and then they just abandon you. And I'm like, bro, you murder. You could have murdered people.
0: Yeah, did anybody you, die because of it?
1: Um, I don't. I don't think so. They didn't say anyone died because of it, but yeah. it, you have to remember, like around the mid-80s was when, like, oh, okay, AIDS is like. A curable disease i think in like well it's, it's not or curable
0: something. but it's ma- it's maintainable yeah it's not it's it, not a death sentence anymore yeah
1: i think at 2010 it was when they basically said like the the medicine is so good that someone taking the medicine can yeah. live as long as someone not like who yes. doesn't have aids which yeah. essentially means it's a treatable disease
0: yes it's, a, it's but, just like a chronic um, disease at that point
1: yeah but basically like yeah it was a fucking it was a, like it was a really good documentary yeah so for you who make fun of me for watching shit on Tubi, it was a fucking good documentary. Okay? That's, re-
0: that's really impressive that it was that good on Tubi.
1: Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. Yeah. But um, it was very good. Very like it had a lot of interviews. They interviewed the people who mattered the most. They interviewed mm-hmm. the guy who had AIDS, <laughs> told his story, told the the other the other women who had AIDS. They told yeah. her their stories. It was actually very good. It was very well set up. I, I, I was like, wow, this is actually not just a good documentary, but I, there was a point where i'm watching it because i had to watch it without my son present yes
0: so whenever i, he's I taking can naps, i can imagine <laughs>
1: yeah whenever he's taking naps is when i put it on and i just remember at one point and and it was when they like they revealed who the guy was yeah that my son woke up and i was like fuck <laughs> god damn it now i gotta wait like what, two hours to finish this
0: the the women who ended up getting aids what did they um what did they do after porn because i assume they didn't keep working
1: um, I, I honestly don't know.
0: It, they didn't say they weren't like. And yeah, they
1: didn't. They Misty ended it. up
0: doing. Like, yeah,
1: but um, I do. Like she's a real that.
0: estate agent, I assume, or something.
1: So <laughs> like, it wasn't just those girls who 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 got AIDS, but like other women worked with them. Yeah, and like. Yeah, luckily didn't get AIDS. And one of the reasons why is because they said that like, um, at the time, like it was, it was getting bigger. You had to make, you had to go bigger with all your movies, yeah. which means that like a, anal just became a normal thing. Like you had to do anal, which is the highest, you yeah. know, the highest you're, percentage. You're of most likely you
0: get to get AIDS if you do anal. Um,
1: yeah. yeah. So, and they were saying that like some girls just got lucky and some yeah. girls just didn't do anal. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, it was very interesting. And, like, there were a number of girls who just had a scare and just went, you know what? Fucking, I'm out of this business. It's not worth it. And I'm like, yeah.
0: I would have done that. That's exactly what I would have done. I would have been like, oh, word, I could get a horrible disease that, like, some people aren't taking seriously. No. (laughs) Uh
1: And what's crazy is, like, as crazy as that is, Mm -hmm. porn got its shit together. They got their testing in order. And then it became even bigger right into, like, like, the early aughts the the late aughts, I yeah. think, and then finally, I think, was when uh like sites like Pornhub came up, and probably yeah. in like the 2015s when the streaming sites came out, that was when it was like, oh, now now the the age of the porn star is over, yeah. But like yeah, there were like long period. There was a even after this scare. What's crazy to me is even after this, that as much as they were like porn was was at a height that it'd never seen before, it got yeah. even bigger after yeah. this fucking scare. So. I mean
0: people like to watch other people have sex like I don't know yeah. <laughs> it just, anyway, is,
1: it's just every, it is it is what it is
0: it's most people's favorite genre that they want to admit to <laughs> so, Yeah.
1: it's literally weird, the though. thing they at one point they pointed out that like porn makes more money than all the sports industries period so the NFL as much as the NFL is like a fucking um like this 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 this, this I don't know what you would call it this juggernaut of yeah. like money making porn makes more money than that It's <laughs>
0: wild. Wow.
1: now granted nfl is one company and the porn is like several things
0: yeah yeah uh, it's like it's spread st- out a lot more
1: yeah but uh, by the way the guy who who had aids uh mark wallace Mar- mark with a c wallace I, I don't know if you were interested or not but yeah apparently he was one of the guys who worked the most back in that time yeah and his friends his best friends were all like uh, basically at the end of it were like man i feel bad that i didn't call him afterwards to be like, what happened? Tell me what happened, blah blah blah. Because afterwards, he became very suicidal, and as he put it, he just like I mean, took a punch of heroin and was hoping he wouldn't wake up.
0: Yeah.
1: And then he's like, then I woke up, <laughs> but and he and basically his friends were like, I feel bad that I didn't call him because he was one of my best friends. I could have just called him and been like, you fucked up, you did bad.
0: Yeah.
1: Like let's let's work from here. But yeah. they were just like, I was just so fucking angry at the guy because he almost ruined it for all of us.
0: I mean. You know he did well, He almost did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> he very. He very truly ruined it for a lot yeah. of people.
1: But it's just so. that it's that weird thing where it's like you're my friend and you did something terrible. Like what yeah. do I do at that moment? Yeah. Do I come to you and be like, you're you're my friend and you f-, like do I scold you? Do I or do I just cut ties with you? Yeah. And it's like man, did, like dragon. What, what this is a question you're gonna have to ask yourself when whatever I do comes. Up.
0: <laughs> did he go to jail for that? No. So uh,
1: I. I don't know, but I think it was later on that uh, California made it like it Ill- made it illegal to knowingly have sex unprotected sex with uh,
0: with somebody with AIDS, yeah, yeah, without but disclosing but it or whatever. It might have
1: been it might have been later, or maybe they just were not able to prove that he knew. Yeah, but uh, he, I, mean, I mean, he didn't go to jail. I mean, he, it, look, he was it ostracized. also.
0: It also could have been a thing where like he didn't technically know, but like you know, he yeah. kind of you know what I mean. Suspected it. I um uh in new hampshire uh years ago at this point there was a guy who was an addict who worked at a hospital and he had hepatitis i believe right. it was and he would inject himself with other people's like drugs and then inject them with it like he would like Jesus basically Christ. like steal like, their one like... for me one for you exactly exactly and he gave a ton of people at the hospital um hepatitis uh-huh For doing that yeah and he went to jail for that um sounds about right yeah yeah my my brother was in jail with him at the time
1: <laughs> like, um, he, like, yeah you know well these things happen like you remember the uh man i don't know if you remember this but you know there's a uh there was some rabbis who went to jail because they had uh herpes yeah and uh you know what i'm not gonna give the details but let's just say some babies got herpes yeah anyway Let's not move on with that. And horrible, and did you know that herpes is actually like
0: extremely extremely oh, deadly, yeah, deadly. For, for babies? Many
1: many babies died. Many yeah. babies died from yeah. that. That's why that's why they the the police came in because normally the police don't like uh, in the Hasidic Jewish community the the police are just like they like um it's not worth it like yeah it's, it's not worth it to give them a traffic ticket okay yeah yeah, yeah. but like they they had to get intervened
0: yeah they had to intervene and then and then everybody found out how uh certain circumcisions are performed and everyone's yeah. like i'm sorry what do you do
1: yeah yeah i know anyway <laughs> anyway well, we don't anyway,
0: need to talk about it
1: yeah we don't need to talk about it i i, I can't i cannot uh, personally in my in with my in my chest i cannot speak of this because yes. i would i just infuriates me to the point where i would go on to murdering my yeah, yeah,
0: yeah you just can't ah. you just can't talk about it all um, right anyway
1: that was that was Berto in uh what did, i guess you call it uh Berta's Porn it's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Including Waco. Weird. Yeah. Weird thing to classify as porn, but okay.
0: <laughs> I'm sure for somebody it is. <laughs> All
1: right. All right, Dragon. Yes. So I move on with my goal, my mission, and that is to find positive male role models for my son. Yeah. I watched 2016's The Magnificent Seven. Dragon, uh, do you remember this movie? I do not. It is a remake of a, I'm going to say, 60s uh, Western okay, uh, called The Magnificent Seven, which is a remake of Akira Kurosawa's The Seven Samurai. Okay. I've seen The Seven Samurai. Have you ever seen The Seven? No, you don't really watch samurai movies, right? No. The um, Seven Samurai is a famous movie. It's considered one of the greatest movies ever made. It is also the basis for every single action movie after that. Nice. So it's a famous, famous movie. I watched it a few years, maybe a decade ago. Okay. And was like, this is fucking movie is incredible. And I didn't even know I was watching The Seven Samurai. I was just watching a movie, yeah. stopped it. It was like, oh, a samurai movie. And then like I finished it and I was like, holy shit, that was an incredible movie. And then found out it was a Seven <laughs> Samurai. <laughs> so funny. I didn't even go in being like, oh yes, this is going to be an amazing movie. I just turned on the TV and was like, oh, look, at a black and white samurai movie. I'll watch it for five minutes. D- and yeah. then three hours later, I'm like, this is fucking, that was one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. Anyway, yes. this remake, um, not good. Yeah, it it just it kind of was just there. It's one of those movies that's like a six out of ten, and the moment like next week I'll probably forget I even watched it.
0: Yeah. In
1: fact, I watched this last week and forgot I watched it.
0: <laughs> Were you looking through and you're like, oh shit, oh yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, it's like, and you have all these actors who I'm like, none of them feel like they. Exist in this world. Yeah. Uh, like Denzel Washington is good. He's a. I mean, he's he can he can fucking do anything. Yeah. Um, Ethan Hawke is in the movie, and I'm like, I don't feel like you exist in this world. Chris Pratt, again, you don't exist in this world. Vincent D'Onofrio, uh, what's his name? He had a scars guard in there, and a couple of other big name actors like not big I, name, but like I, wait, one this no known what, actors.
0: What year did you say this came out?
1: 2016.
0: I, I do not know how I don't I know nothing about this movie with these Anyways, people that you're saying.
1: It's because it literally was just like I just it kind of was just there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, man, I and it was exciting because Chris Pratt's a very like charismatic guy. Like Ethan Hawke is also a charismatic guy. Yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio is a charismatic guy. Like, you have names? Denzel Washington is in this movie. And yet I'm just like, man, I just it's all just forgettable. Shame. Yeah, it's just weird. But uh, at least it wasn't terribly boring like most Westerns are to me. But I just, man, at some point I was just like, this is just forgettable. It's just a forgettable movie. So uh, don't recommend it. Okay. Um, but I will recommend The Seven Samurai, which I should watch rewatch at some point because I haven't seen that in a while. Go for it. Let's do it for the podcast, Dragon. All three hours of it.
0: I mean, you it, we've done long movies before. Three hours is
1: exceptionally long, though. That's right. You do love a three-hour movie, though all right okay. next dragon yes i watched a little movie called the bright burn that's on the tubies all right Wait, now bright you...
0: burn is on Tubi.
1: yeah it was on Tubi. well it's on Tubi for like a couple more days so oh, okay yeah basically at the end of this month i don't know where it's going yeah um yeah this is starring uh elizabeth banks mm-hmm. david uh denman it's basically imagine if superman was a story where he doesn't become a good guy Yeah uh interesting movie.
0: Very I really liked it.
1: I really liked it.
0: Yeah, same. Yeah,
1: I liked it. I liked the concept. Um, I wish there was a little more to it, but I guess I don't know. I guess like the the story was told as much as it could be.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like the the nice. I think the nice thing about the movie is that it's like the brevity. Yeah, and it's basically like, hey, what if um a a, a kid who is like a little bit bratty um has a the most power in the entire world
1: but he wasn't even bratty he was just
0: well uh, a moody kid. then a kid like the no, thing he's about just a kid he's just a kid really maybe i haven't seen it in a while so maybe i'm remembering it wrong
1: that's but i the just think like oh, i just
0: remember him being like you know i feel like it's like the logical thing that would happen if a kid had that much power
1: yeah you yeah, know that's a good point it's like what if what if a 10 year old suddenly is realizes he's superman basically Completely. It's like what would probably happen yeah. and it's like oh he has uh what do you call it he suddenly went through uh, uh puberty and now he's like obviously he wouldn't be into whatever where like i am i was into at that age so yeah. he suddenly is like you know what i'm gonna talk back to my parents because i don't care
0: yeah they literally can't stop me yeah, <laughs> so whatever much. nobody can
1: yeah it's like why how how do you what happens when a creature that Doesn't, hasn't learned morals and gets morals. It's essentially like, imagine if you just got the skills of an MMA fighter without having to go through the trials and tribulations of it. Basically, imagine just getting a gun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly you have all this power. Yeah. Um, But like, but
0: but even then, like, but even if you have a gun somebody else can kill you right like it's like imagine if you got a gun but also you got, you got the iron man suit <laughs> the same, yeah, but like, like, you, yeah like,
1: imagine if you were just got a gun for yeah imagine if you got I, I i like to think of it like imagine if you got a gun now a responsible parent would be like let me teach you about guns right and gun safety and that's what a lot of like people always say is like oh you, the moment the moment my parents told me about guns the first thing they explained to me was this is not a toy yeah, And they drilled it into my head until I understood. And that's what most, like, gun people say. Yeah. But, like, imagine now just handing it to a teenager, Uh, you know, let's just say in, in the city. Let's just say in the south side of Chicago. <laughs> sure. And giving them a gun and not explaining to them what this actually is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What would happen? What would happen? I, gee, I wonder. Anyway. Terrible. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to get us canceled, Dragon. Right? <laughs> anyway. I'm trying to get us canceled with the truth. <laughs> All right. Brightburn. Uh, interesting movie. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And it's only an hour and 40 minutes. So yeah, it's high great. five. It's great. All right. Let me bang out the last two. <laughs> bang out. Uh, real quick. Uh, okay. I watched 1991's Ski School. Famous movie because it is so fucking stupid and ridiculous. <laughs> and it is. <laughs> it's one of those movies that's just like, yeah, we're the, we're the ski instructors, but we're here to party and have fun and like, Okay. You know, party and then do pranks on the rich kids. And the okay. rich, the rich ski guys are like, "Oh, look at us being uptight. We're the cool. We're actually the cool guys." But you know, these ski guys are blah 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 blah. It's sure. a really weird movie. But is, it's is it? Ultimately is it like?
0: Wait, is it like they have to save the ski lodge from the from the rich people who are buying it, or M- is that so, a different?
1: More so, if the the cool guys, if they don't, uh, if they don't win the competition, yeah. they get kicked out and sure. guess what happens at the end dragon
0: they win the competition
1: yeah but then guess what else happens at the end what happens someone else buys the uh the ski slope and turns it into a cool party ski slope and my oh,
0: party mountain. oh, party mountain! mountain. what anyway. a nightmare
1: <laughs> yeah um anyway there's a good amount of boobies in it and nice. uh, okay. things that just don't make sense which is like oh you have a hot tub full of women me and this guy have to start Doing jokes for some reason, teaching them how to lambada for some reason. It okay, just, sure. They, like segments just don't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> but it's great. I loved it so much. And it's made fun of in a lot of movies, by the way. A lot of movies make fun of this movie. Okay. Okay. Next dragon. Uh, yeah. I watched a little movie. Finally, last one. Joe Bob Corner. Yeah. Yes. I watched a little movie. Tell me if you've heard of this. Uh, Necromantic. <laughs>
0: What a happenstance that we we both watched a necromantic. Jeez, it's almost message.
1: as if I saw yours and was like, "Oh, I've been saving this one. Let me yeah. uh, add it." I um, wanna,
0: I, I'm excited to hear what you thought of this German. Uh, uh,
1: ne- so I'm glad. porn. Sorry, I'm glad that Joe Bob was there because. Um, it does. It does. Like go through some periods where I'm just like, on, let's just fucking go. It's it's an yeah. hour and like fifteen. Where right? it's yeah, it's an yeah. hour and fifteen. And there are moments where I'm just like, let's just go. It's just so low budget. And yeah, I'm is. like, let's just go. Let's move on. Like, I don't give a shit about these things. Let's keep going. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's move. Yeah. And uh, luckily, then Joe Bob comes in and starts explaining stuff like background about the movie. And I'm like, okay, thank God. Yeah. And then they come back to it. And I'm like, oh, okay, come on. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, something <laughs> fun happens. Yay. Good. High five. Yeah. And then, oh, Jesus Christ. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So basically, what I'm saying is um, watch this movie with bricks or <laughs> yeah. watch it with Joe Bob.
0: I think, I think watching it with Joe Bob is the way- best way to watch it.
1: Yeah, I actually
0: a... I actually think that the second the second one is probably a little more watchable.
1: Okay. Yeah, I I can see that because this is really low budget and you can definitely tell.
0: The second one has a slightly higher budget, I think.
1: Yeah. It's still like, it's still
0: a low budget movie, but it's yeah. it's not, you know.
1: But I will say it does have like it has like let's say 20 to 30 minutes of uh <sighs> Twenty to thirty minutes of uh, like fun stuff of, yeah. of like very interesting visually and conceptual stuff yeah. that I'm like oh wow that was that would have been worth it if I had if I didn't have like breaks in between but um then it kind of like slogs through like story
0: I, if and I then remember, goes back
1: to something exciting
0: if I remember correctly I I feel like the um visuals in this like the actual like um like bodies and stuff were really good
1: yeah no what I mean is um it's kind of like the story is very boring. It's very boring. It's not even fun or anything. It's just boring. And then something like visually or or story-wise or not story-wise, like something visually or conceptually like exciting happens. And I'm like, ah, that's what I'm here for. I'm watching a movie called Necromantic, which is a combination of necro and romantic. Good job. So it's like I'm here for a reason. And then you guys are fucking sludging through crap. And then, boom, you give me what I want. I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like they're edging me into release. <laughs> Gross. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh,
0: so, Bernie, you recommend this movie 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't like that style. But you know what, Dragon? <laughs> Gross. All right. All right. Uh yeah, but ultimately I I I I might watch the second. Would you think I should watch the second one dragon? I liked it. Okay. That and, means no.
0: I, I mean, listen, I Thanks. I think that I I got I got a lot of the first one part of that is Joe Bob. I think the second one probably is a little more coherent. Mhm. Um and a little higher budget. Okay. Um I I I liked it. I think it's worth okay. it. It's also again short, like they're not long movies. So,
1: well, you do love a short movie. I do. I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch
0: it. I wouldn't watch it with your son. (laughs) I
1: mean, I wasn't so.
0: (laughs) You know, generally. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, not for kids, I would say that movie. All
1: right, all right, Dragon. Yes. Why don't we uh, move on to our final segment, right? Okay. Yes. All right, Dragon. We made it. We did it. Thanks, thank thankfully Alejandro is I can hear him like trying to be put to sleep and him just fighting it. So oh, that's fun. Um why don't we do our final segment? Dragona in Las Peliculas. Dragon? Yes. What did we watch this week?
0: So we watched 1957's Paths oh, of Glory. Old. So this is a Stanley Kubrick film. It is on Amazon Prime. It is starring Kirk Douglas and George Rickerty, among a few other people. Um uh it is do you want a dragon to drag in the movies for it
1: i mean nothing would make me happier than a dragon at the movies for this oh time. comes
0: in it comes in it i believe uh 98 minutes no 88 minutes <laughs>
1: oh beautiful you love it
0: <laughs> an hour 28 um uh so paths of glory is basically about a um a general in order to advance his career tells a, a french army platoon i forget what they're called um uh, go do this impossible thing. Go take the anthill. It's an impossible mm-hmm. task. Everybody knows that they won't be able to do it, but they're ordered well, to do it anyway for vanity. They can
1: do it, but it's like holy shit! Like we're gonna lose a lot of. They're like we estimate their accounting lose... is
0: losing like seventy five percent of their people. Yeah,
1: exactly. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> Which is like, <laughs> but anyway. Um, and I'm, it's I'm like, sorry, I got into like a Trump up the movies. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Berno. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so they fail in this effort, and um in doing so they uh people are charged with the cowardice and half of this movie is like a a um trial basically it's like a legal a legal drama about these three men being um tried for cowardice and uh the penalty is death so um yeah that's paths of glory one of, one I mean, of the best world war one movies ever made
1: <laughs> paths of glory the uh law and order of world war one movies <laughs> <laughs> the
0: modern for movies. Uh Kirk Douglas just fucking being the most Kirk Douglas, Kirk Douglas in the whole world, just I absolutely mean, killing it.
1: There's a reason why Kirk Douglas is like legendary, <laughs> right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, number one, he's a good looking man. He's a good looking man. Can fucking act his ass off. He Holy can act- shit.
0: And he is such a quintessential, like tough man. Like he <laughs> doesn't he just seem yeah. like the 1950s tough man where you're like, that man, like if I if anybody was gonna take the anthill. It would be Colonel Dax, you know? Yeah. Like- <laughs> it,
1: Kurt Douglas, like, himself, I feel like he's a guy who – he's one of those, like – you ever meet, like, one of those, like, 70-year-old men mm-hmm. who just, like, has perfect posture and, like, he's, like, five six, so yeah. not imposing, but then he, like, come here, buddy, and he just, like, grabs your shirt and it's just, like, oh, my God, like – I feel suddenly like my life is going to end if i if yeah. you don't let go right now because you you I I've given myself up to you.
0: Yeah. It's like I have you ever met like an older man that's been doing like manual labor his whole life and yeah, you're like that, you're the strongest I mean. you're the strongest human I've ever met in my life. I only yes. I only hang out with workout bros and none of them can lift as much as you can lift on like a regular day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: Like through your work, you're like a roofer that's been carrying like roofing materials up a ladder your whole life, mm-hmm. like without any like pulley system.
1: Yeah. And one thing I, I did appreciate about this, like, well, so one, two, I have two, two thoughts about this. Number okay. one is that, um, as I watch this, if I'm it's like, negative, man, it's... I
0: just want you to know you're wrong, but go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, number one is that like, I'm like, man, it's not as realistic because, no. um, the the actors in this are all like 30 35 year old men and i'm like imagine this but with 19 18
0: year olds old yeah. yeah yeah
1: that's or at this point in the war probably 17 year olds yeah um, well this is a
0: few this is a few couple years into the war right the war started in yeah. 1914 this is 1916
1: yeah um and that's number 1 and then number 2 is like he he definitely has that hardened face of like i've i've already seen 2 years of this war Mm-hmm. I've seen this all this shit, and it's like none of this is going to turn out well. And he just wears that face the entire time, where it's just like, yeah, ah, another up. Oh, I guess, I guess another two hundred of my men are going to die for no reason.
0: There's a so there's he- at the beginning of this movie. There's a really good quote that's like. Talking about World War One, and it's just the voiceover saying, like, successful attacks were measured in hundreds of yards and paid for yeah. in hundreds of thousands of lives. And you're like, Pretty god much. damn, like, that's so bleak. The, so, the, the whole movie is bleak. It's just... Yes. It, it, there is Man. no, like... this is
1: not a good time we're not here for a good time
0: there is no glory (laughs) on this path Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's basically like the whole movie is about the futility of of war and specifically the futility of this kind of war right of like world war one trench warfare where you're inching and, and you're destroying an entire town or village or country for like a couple yards here and there i'm
1: gonna i'm gonna say this man i really think you would enjoy all quiet on the western i know floor.
0: i would i know i would i, would I am really, gonna watch I'm, it
1: i'm gonna have to i might have to force you to watch it on this podcast because i, I really <laughs> think like that movie gets that across yeah. better than anything else i've ever seen Look, which is I, just like because it shows like the different aspects of it which yeah. is like oh it starts with like these kids who are like yes we're gonna do it for the fatherland and all that stuff and then like by the end of it it's just like uh, I have to go over this this wall. I'll probably die, but whatever. Yep.
0: It, it the futility is futility War basically. Yeah.
1: Especially I, World War 1, which again, the, the, I, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. The, you mean the meat
0: grinder? Something.
1: The <laughs> meat grinder. The reason why it's a meat grinder is because essentially you had 1920s technology meeting 19 uh, meeting 18 20s uh battle plans yeah so it's just like hey guys just run up that hill and take it and not realizing like guys machine guns machine exist guns now.
0: exist yeah you can't you just can't do it
1: artillery yeah. and machine guns existed i i forget they are just exact gonna ne- explode i forget the, the exact number that um dan carlin cited but it was something like the first six weeks of the war of world war one had like 1.5 million people died it's just unimaginable because they just they they were literally learning as they went along, yeah. which is something well, you know,
0: that World War One World War is like they didn't even have metal helmets like it no. like it they, what, what was it was it France was it France that sent people pers- in thinking thinking that it would be over really really quickly and they do not all of
1: helmets? them all of them sent them in all of them were like we'll be we'll be home by Christmas. They all thought that. France, Britain, uh, the Russians never even the Russians never at no point issued fucking metal helmets. That's how that's how much they they again. Are we going to get into well, the World Russian? War? <laughs>
0: the Russian plan for any war seemingly is just like throw bodies at it. It's fine.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, Don't worry, throw bodies at it, and and if enough people die, we'll just come back to Russia, and the winter will kill them. Yeah, that's fine. the Russian plan.
0: <laughs> Everything Jesus is
1: Christ. fine. It um, honestly makes you go like, how the fuck did the Mongols take take Russia? It doesn't make any sense.
0: um Okay. Anyway, yeah. Let's let's get into this. How so, did
1: the Russians take Russia? Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Go ahead.
0: According to the Russians, they're just tough, man. They're just tough. I mean, people. they are.
1: Jesus Christ. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, it's the this is this I like because it starts with the fertility of war. The fertility or the, what's the other brutality? Brutality of uh, sure. I, I'm I'm thinking of another word, but it's just. Not I feel like you're combining
0: fruit. uh Futility and brutality, and you said futility.
1: Ah, yes. <laughs> of war. Yes, that is a word now, though.
0: <laughs> I, so can I wait? I have a couple of things. So first off, I've I've seen this movie a few times now. Love it every time. Um, mm-hmm. I always forget that they are French soldiers. They're supposed to
1: be French soldiers. Yeah, which, which already makes me hate them.
0: Well, it's ba- it's a, it's based on a book, which is I think one of the reasons that um they are French because they. They get in there, and I was like, "Oh, these poor American soldiers." And then General Moreau comes in with his British accent, and I had to be like, "Oh, right." <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Everyone's just doing their own accent, and then they yeah. like eventually the, somebody is like, "Oh, yeah, the French." Da da da. I'm like, oh, right.
1: okay." This is a good year and a half before the Americans get into the war. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah,
0: but I've I i do not remember what dates we did things. You know what I mean? Okay, like, yeah, it's I get just, you. Yeah.
1: Well, the Americans got into the war like a- in 1917, I thought. 18, 1918 it was
0: 1918 that's was when that they late. started
1: shipping men to the war and at oh. that point it was already the war was already pretty much not that it was over but it was like oh it's 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 coming to its end
0: wasn't it world war one we were not absolutely not going to get involved and then something happened
1: i mean you forget that like up until world we were war,
0: not uh we would not get involved in a foreign wars no, our, fucking are,
1: our our policy was uh what was it um, america does not go overseas in search of dragons, I think yeah. is what the was it Monroe who said that?
0: Uh, maybe I don't remember.
1: No, I think it was John Quincy Adams. America does not go overseas in search, in search of monsters. Yeah, and basically saying like, no no, we don't involve ourselves in fucking European affairs because that's yeah. that's your problem." And now our policy is we are just. I mean, we find we find monsters wherever they can be, even we make hard-
0: them. <laughs> we make them sometimes. Make
1: them and then fight them. <laughs>
0: And then we oh, yeah. sometimes lose to them which is the most Weird. pathetic part. Yeah. <laughs> um anyway, so this movie starts and it's basically so we get this great voiceover that's explaining World War 1 essentially yeah. and it's like it's very dramatic. The, yeah.
1: The uh, the the stupidity of World War 1. Yeah.
0: yeah, like how, how like absolutely horrible it was. And mm-hmm. then we're kind of thrown in and you get to see these two generals talking, right? And yes. One of them one of them is basically like I want you to take the anthill. And the other one's like, that's literally impossible. Like I can't take the, that. doesn't. It's like not doable with the men mm-hmm. we have right now. They're overstretched. It's just, there's not enough of them, you know, the artillery, blah, blah, blah. And then the other general goes, oh, well, you know, there's a promotion in it for you, yeah. but you know, your men, of course, like whatever. Yeah. And then immediately, immediately General Moreau is like, well, what's my ambition against 8,000 lives? Well, I mean, maybe, of course, they're such good soldiers. Of course, my, they could do it. Of course. So, yeah, they're going to take the anthill tomorrow. Tomorrow. My leave. favorite
1: is that the general, the high general, because he's basically, I, 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 let's call him the super general. Yeah. The super general is talking to the regular general. And the super general is like, look, uh, we, the French have a, a plan, and it's and it's going to start with uh, us taking the anthill. Yeah. And it's like, and in my head, I'm like, you don't have a plan. Yeah. <laughs> You're literally like, let's just take the anthill. And then we'll wing it from there.
0: Yeah, the 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 big bad general, uh, you know the actor's name? No, Adolf.
1: <laughs> no, it was a popular name up until was, a yeah. certain time period.
0: Uh, technically, I think it's Adolf. It's A D O L
1: L P H E. Adolf yep. Minjou. Adolf.
0: Minjou. Adolf. Um, He's an American actor.
1: Which is interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Adolf.
0: Um, so George McCready, who plays General Moreau, did you know that scar on his face is real? Yes they uh i've so, seen
1: him in uh, movies before
0: yeah yeah so apparently in, in other movies they usually try and downplay the scar and yeah. in this movie they like made it much more visible but mm-hmm. um he got it as a teenager or a uh college student he like got into a car accident as a college student he had this giant <laughs> scar on his face makes sense
1: yeah i got yeah. a I i got a scar on my eyebrow and uh it's because somebody opened the door in my face <laughs> in high school but I tell everyone it's from a knife fight.
0: Oh, from a knife fight, yes, of course, of <laughs> course. I never noticed a cigar on your eyebrow, but I don't look at yeah, it, so it's hidden fine. By me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't pay attention. In fact, I try not to make eye contact.
0: Yeah, I try very hard. <laughs> um Yeah, it's a man this this movie is so good okay so anyway so then you get you get the um general moreau like walking through the trenches the right? trench
1: yeah which yeah. i love this part by the way oh
0: my god it's so good and it, you see all the soldiers like have to snap to attention because the fucking general is there and they're all and so per- exhausted and just, and like, pretend
1: like things happen they pretend like they're like he's walking through there being like oh i'm gonna here to motivate my men and you can see them just being like Kind of rolling their you can tell just from yeah. their from their visual acting that they're just like, oh fuck this guy.
0: Yeah. 100%. Like, oh God,
1: he's here for a reason. Jesus Christ. A
0: hundred percent. And then the, and then you get to the shell-shocked dude, mm-hmm. which I, I love. The guy who's just like because the whole time General Moreau was like asking them these stupid fucking questions mm-hmm. and just yeah. being like being like you know oh you're ready to kill some german soldier and they're like yes sir fucking fuck you you know you can just like see it in their head and then there's one guy he gets to and the guy's just like having a nervous breakdown (laughs) (laughs) just like absolutely should not be at the front lines anymore like just cannot handle it anymore Uh and 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 there's this great line where somebody's like uh sir he's shell-shocked because you like can't answer him right
1: yeah and he's general not he's Moreau, not paying attention basically
0: general morrow is just like there's no such thing as shell shock." like get yeah your, there is get no. yourself together young man da, 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 da. And, then, and you're just like oh yeah that was a thing that was a thing in like yeah. world war and world war ii right like they didn't admit to shell shock i feel like to like korea maybe
1: um in world war ii they that's the, the people on the ground knew it but they didn't like it wasn't as well known yeah to like the public yeah but uh I, even before that they like i mean there's there's Evidence of like people having that during the fucking uh, revolution. Well, yeah. not the revolution. Look, I, I mean, all wars, but yes. Um, I remember reading some guy's letter, uh, about the, he was it was in the uh, what do you call it, the Civil War, mm-hmm. and just being like, oh, like, and it was an example of like someone who was shell shocked, and it was yeah. like, oh, this this was happening then, and it's always,
0: like, it's, I imagine it's always happened.
1: You like what people don't remember is that the trench warfare didn't start with World War One; it started in the Civil War yeah it's just like the the defense had not the defense had not figured out how to properly stop the what do you call it the bombings yeah the artillery until then until until world war one but like they they really started when the fucking the what's it called the south was like oh shit we're in a tough tough spot let's dig a trench and just keep digging lower and lower because even then but like they always dug trenches trenches were common it's just the point of the trench was being like well when these guys run at me I trip over it. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was actually like, like uh, I'm just going to digress it just a tiny bit, but okay. i was watching some YouTube video and what it was, was like a, a military historian watching like movies, like, at military movies yeah. and being like what what is real and what is not and the biggest yeah. thing he kept saying was like i don't understand why there are no trenches <laughs> there's no trenches and they're like oh look here's a flaming here's a uh something like a, a barrel that's on fire rolling i guess people yeah. like fire for no reason <laughs> where are the trenches and all this and it's like it, it is like rule number one of ancient warfare yeah if you have if you have 10 minutes dig a hole <laughs> if you got 20 minutes dig another hole <laughs> just keep digging holes and then your opponent can't ride to you yeah, on a horse right. it's so simple um uh yes that makes okay a lot sorry of sense. yes i, I digress but yes uh yeah so yes it's about the trench warfare and um yeah he's walking through the trenches and just yeah the shells the guy who is just shell-shocked and of course he slaps him yeah, and he's well, like, I mean, get him out of the front line. It's like going to be like a virus. Meanwhile, all the soldiers <laughs> are just like, this guy's just fucking here.
0: Yeah, like, he's like ruining fucking. our lives right now. <laughs>
1: like, yeah,
0: he's making an already difficult thing worse. Um, and <laughs> then, uh, and then yeah, he goes and he talks to the um,
1: Kirk Douglas, uh,
0: Kirk Douglas, Colonel Dax.
1: Mm-hmm. What a name, your boy. What a fucking
0: name for Kirk like, for what, this I girl.
1: Mean, he's, Kirk Douglas is a man's man, dragon.
0: Also, Again, he, Dax is like, a good name. Like, it is a good name. I, I,
1: I just want to remind you, I, I know that that like, anytime we watch a movie, you have to remember these are theater geeks. So yeah. just imagine the theater geek pretending to be a man's man. It's like, that's not true. But Kirk Douglas, I feel like he's the guy who was like, I'm the captain of the football team and I was in the theater club. For I think funsies. so too.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I <laughs> think, I think, I think he was in the theater club because that's where the girls were. <laughs> yeah, he was in my for mind, sure yeah. having sex with them during, during high school. All of them.
1: All of them. <laughs> 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 like that. Like I don't know if that's true, but in my mind, that is true. By the way, yeah. he was in the navy.
0: That Kurt makes Douglas, sense. Yeah. Well, uh, there,
1: enlisted for World War II. <laughs>
0: there, there was a point in time where every man was in the armed forces in one way or another. Like you just never got it. Like every man was. I and mean, the, the idea that a, the idea that a man wasn't would be like a little wee-
1: embarrassing. Yeah, it's
0: embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's like, Oh, um, what, what? What was wrong with you where you didn't enlist, you know, kind of thing? Yeah,
1: I forget who it was. Uh, who's the famous fucking man's man that everyone the 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 Western guy? God damn it. Clint
0: Eastwood? My brain.
1: No, he was uh, the other. Think of another one. Quick, oh, quick, quick, quick. Um,
0: you, if you say quick, I fast, can't do it. Fast, I can't quick, do it. Ready. I know. I, I know you you're talking it, you about. I believe in you. Charlton in Heston. You.
1: I mean that was actually a good guess but no I was thinking Oh I thought that's um, who you're talking
0: about. I got, I got nothing. I'm out
1: of the, of oh, in God terms of questions. I'm guy. like looking at a movie that I know he's in and they didn't they don't list him in, in the fucking credits. I'm so annoyed right now. But anyway, <laughs> let's move on point? and what I'll go back point? to it. No, but like uh he is one of those guys who like No, no, no. I can't go to war. The the public needs me here. <laughs> like making movies to bring up everyone's morale. Yeah. Uh and I'm going to find it in 2 seconds once I get into this thing don't worry dragon I will find it okay I will find it okay dragon? okay you
0: you find it and I'm gonna just talk about how like so basically he comes and he talks to Colonel Dax and he tells Colonel Dax like you're gonna take the anthill and Colonel Dax is like we absolutely can't take the anthill and he's like well okay. you're gonna and Colonel Dax is like "I, f- all right I like I you know like it's stupid there's simply no way this is gonna work but okay mm-hmm. you fucking idiot <laughs>
1: go by the way just to digress real quick it was John Wayne John, the, Wayne. John Wayne, the person who, like, growing How does up, I not think like, of John
0: Wayne and of all of this. <laughs> I,
1: my brain went to shit. But John Wayne was like the perfect age to go to like fucking war. He was born in uh, fucking, I think it was like 2000, whatever, whatever the time he was born. But he was the perfect age to go into like, not perfect age, but he was like a little yeah. bit older. But he would have been like, oh, just go to the war. Like, you just go and, like, not, not even go to the front line, Just go there and just shake hands and just, like, get everyone excited yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, 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 no. The public needs me here in Hollywood mm-hmm. making movies about the people. Yeah. And then everyone kind of, like, uh, under their tongue, under their breasts, everyone was kind of like, you know, what, you know this little bitch. What a little bitch. But, like, then that was quickly forgotten about because yeah. it's like, John Wayne's a man's man. How yeah. dare you say that? It is, it is
0: what it is. Um, but yeah, John
1: Wayne is one hundred percent a theater, a theater nerd. He's yeah. definitely not the, definitely not the um, what do you call it? <laughs> Sorry, definitely not the uh, the the captain of the football team. Yeah, he was definitely like, I just want to be in the theater. <laughs> um, right,
0: anyway, go on, so you, so we get that. Uh, and I, one of the one of the best lines from that is um, Colonel Dax say, saying, uh, the quote that a uh, patriotism is a. Uh, what what is it? Hold on, I think I wrote it down. The last uh, refuge of a scoundrel, I believe, is, is yeah. the quote, <laughs> where the colonel's like, "What did you say?"
1: Yeah, and basically like being nothing. like, "Oh, you you, there's no there's no reason for us to take this hill. No. It's just because you you are saying it." Yeah. And then he's like, "Well, you oh uh, basically what he goes is like, well, you 'Well, you're gonna take the hill. Yeah. <laughs> like you have no choice in the matter. You're yeah. gonna order your men to take the hill.'" And he's like, "Ah." Oh fuck all right let's send and out scouts they,
0: and, and then they do the Sorry. accounting they do well they do the accounting of like oh, how yeah. many men are expected to die and colonel dax is going through the accounting w- with the general and the general is agreeing like yep you're gonna lose like 75 percent. anyway go ahead yep. take the anthill and dax and, is like, and then
1: <laughs> and dax is like so i'm supposed to hold the anthill with just 25 percent of my men
0: mm-hmm.
1: for a day until the until the next group arrives to re- relieve us and he's like yep Yep. And in his mind, you can tell he's like, "Well, I guess we're all going to our deaths."
0: Yeah, like, and Dax is right. They, yeah. he's like, "We're all gonna die, and we're not even gonna take the inhale." Like, that's gonna be the worst part. Maybe we do by some miracle we hold it, and the 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 thing that always sticks out to me in this part is like when Dax is then like relaying to his lieutenants or his sergeants, like who are in charge of like the different like parts of the squadron or the five the the names of the groups that are alluding me. But um he's they're basically like are what is the weather going to be like are we is it at least going to be like bad weather so we have some cover like cloud cover. He's like yeah. sunny all day. And yeah, they have to oh, do Jesus. it that for some reason that is never explained they have to do it the next day.
1: Because there is no... Did you ever there's watch... There's no uh, reason. Yeah, there's yeah. no
0: reason. They're no. just like, you have to do it this day. And, and he's like, what? And they're like, no, no, you have to. Okay, bye. Yeah, <laughs> it hasn't
1: be done this day. Cool. Good luck. Yeah. High five. Yeah. Um. <laughs> did you watch uh, 1917?
0: Yeah, I loved 1917.
1: Yeah, it was great. Uh, my favorite part was, uh, spoiler alert, was at the end. So the whole point of the movie is I have to go from one trench through the German line, sneaking through to another trench yeah. and then tell them to call off uh, an attack because uh, the Germans know we're coming yeah. that day. And he makes it there, does this whole fucking thing, amazing. It's a fucking amazing movie. He makes so it good. all the way it's to so the good. other side, Yeah, gets there, and then he's like, call off the attack. And the general's like, all right, call off the attack. I guess, and then he's just like, and he's like, oh, my God, we saved so many men. And he's just, the general's just like, I mean, they're, they're going to send them out tomorrow and they're going to die anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was like, oh, right. <laughs> like this entire movie, you're with so... this. Hoping this guy gets across to save these men. And then he gets there and the guy's just like, yeah, cool. You, you bought him another day. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. It's just, again, a fucking, like, it's just one thing that I love about the World War One movies is just the, the concept of, like, none of this matters. Yeah. Oh, we're just sending men to die for no fucking reason.
0: Yeah, literally, yeah. it's it's all for naught. And then, and I I think in here too, like we haven't gotten to the, I think we passed the point where um the uh sergeant goes out on a night patrol with two guys. Well, they and- go,
1: they go to scout.
0: Oh, to scout. Is that what it was?
1: Yeah, they're going okay. to scout.
0: I guess that's next then.
1: Yeah. No, but uh basically he's drunk, goes out scouting mission, uh comes out with two men. One of them he doesn't like basically he's like all right uh why don't you go over there and investigate this plane that was shot down i don't fucking know I'd,
0: I'd and then he's like all right it.
1: cool and then the 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 drunk guy basically the drunk the drunk sergeant is just yeah. like uh he a, not Sergeant, lieutenant no, he's just uh, like oh, oh no let me i, was, I don't know the lieutenant. yeah and he's like yeah i don't know either i'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not a military man yeah <laughs> he basically just grabs like a, a grenade throws it and then runs away like oh
0: yeah he and then the
1: and uh, the other guy goes over and sees like, oh, you killed your own man with this grenade.
0: For no reason.
1: Like yeah, you literally comes, just
0: like you just freaked out.
1: Yeah. And that was that. And then you come he comes back and it's just like, you you did this. And the guy's like, Well, I'm writing a report and I'm just gonna say that he was I shot didn't. by enemy fire.
0: Yeah, and that's that.
1: Yeah. And then it was like, Oh, okay, I guess. hmm Uh, which is interesting because it comes up later on. Mm-hmm. Sure does. And, Alright, so the, it comes the day of the attack dragons they're going to attack the anthill. hill and so jesus christ it is like it's yeah it basically it's like all right we're going to attack in two waves <laughs> first wave is going to come in under heavy fire then the second wave comes in uh and really like to 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 help push to, to jump and... over the
0: bodies of the first wave <laughs> yeah <laughs> to hope that and... the machine guns have run out of bullets at that point yeah
1: i guess that's i guess that's their plan
0: yeah
1: and then uh you know all that uh after the artillery artillery hits and then they're like all right cool let's go and basically the first wave goes in almost all of them die
0: mm-hmm.
1: second wave doesn't even leave
0: nope because the first they wave see- is like
1: they're like no why would we go you're all dead
0: yeah like literally none of you survived well they also yeah. they make a good point too of like they were falling back into the trenches dead like they were they were just popping up and immediately getting mowed down so like, yeah exactly what are you gonna do? And, so th- there are two parts of this movie that I get teary eyed at, and the first one is Colonel Dax like trying to urge his men through like No Man's Land, and it's just yeah. so horrible.
1: Again, they're just, he, they're just like, falling
0: all around him, and that's it. You know, Kurt
1: Douglas is such a good actor. Good God, so he's good. fucking good. Oh man, he's really fucking good. Because in was, that moment, you can see him just like like hopeless, but at the same time, being like, this I have has to, to do. To be done. Yeah,
0: it has to be done, we and have, yeah. He, they, there's nothing you can do about it. here we are, yeah,
1: real man's man dragon manly man. man,
0: and then you get the fucking general being a piece of shit
1: uh-huh. <laughs> who's like fire your fire the artillery on our own men.
0: his exact Why? line Why? To his exact teach him a line. lesson his exact line is um if these little sweethearts won't face german bullets they'll face french ones which is so cold
1: (laughs) Uh, that was actually a thing that the french would do is they would have the generals the the, yeah the generals would stand behind be like everyone over the wall or else i start shooting yeah and they were like that's how we'll battle shell shock Great way. it's not
0: just the french that would do it like that was a common like you know, you have to you have to motivate the men to to go to their own deaths. Yes,
1: somehow. but the French were especially bad with this. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: seemingly, mostly
1: because the French were like, "We are the best fighting force in the world." Yeah, and it was their refusal to be like, "We oh, we have to, we can't." Like it's a refusal to accept the fact that they can't just go and take it with will by will. Yeah. Yeah, like it was their refusal to do that that led to that. Because yes, the Germans did it, the English did it, but the French did it more than the rest because they had this pride thing of like, we are the number one army. Yeah, like how dare us not be able to do this? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Fucking Kurt Douglas comes back and then uh, fucking body lands on top of him. He gets knocked mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Yay. Uh. All right. So then comes the next part, which is uh, oh yeah the. Well, you said the the general was like, fire the artillery on the men. Mm-hmm. And the artillery captain is like, no, <laughs> no, I need written confirmation because if something happens to you, then it's on my ass. Right. And the general's very annoyed, very mad. At I him love
0: that. that. I love that artillery guy being like, I'm absolutely not going to fire on my own. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the, the, the man, the man with morals. Yes. Who's just one. like, the, the, no. Also,
0: the man with, a, with not just morals, but like a spine to tell you like you know it, it helps that he's on a be, phone
1: <laughs> yeah and man smart enough to be like because everyone else is fucking shit they're fucking afraid of this general yeah. except for him who's like no and his biggest I, I, and he gives a very good answer which is if something happens to you it's my fault yeah. I need written confirmation that you did this and I need it delivered to me and yeah. it's like I'm covering my ass here because this is a fucking bad this is so, somewhere along the line this is going to, fun- someone's going to find out about this and they're going to come after me. So yep. I need confirmation that you gave this order. And it's not just you telling me over the phone.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, cause then you're just going to lie and say you're not, which is exactly what I tell everyone, which is like, this is why you email everything at work
0: for fucking everything
1: sure. you call someone, someone calls you and asks you to do something, you email them back and confirm that you did it because mm-hmm. everyone will suddenly be like, Oh no, that didn't happen. And yeah. if someone's like, no, I'm not going to email you this. then that's a good reason to not fucking do it. <laughs> Essentially, that's what he learned, what I learned a long time ago.
0: Yes. Hard also, because I
1: don't like calling people, because then they like talk talk to me about fucking dumb shit. Anyway. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. So, anyway, yes, they're, they're ordered. Anyway, the, the whole point is this attack obviously fails. Many men mm-hmm. are lost. Uh, a lot of them didn't leave the trenches. And then, of course, because this attack fails, it made the general look really bad. So the general throws a hissy fit, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> essentially. Birdo and- style. Birdo style. And we get this great scene of Colonel Dax and the two generals, the, the, the general Moreau and the head general that wanted the anthill taken in the first place for no reason other than to do it. And, um, we get them in a room basically talking about like what they should do about the fact that these men failed and not Mm -hmm. only did they fail, but they were, they quote, didn't try.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, and, uh, Moreau wants the entire squadron, like a hundred well, men, not the entire squadron. He wants a hundred men uh shot for cowardice. It
1: was, yeah, it was a hundred he wanted a hundred men shot for cowardice. Um it's and by the way, the squadron's only like eight thousand men. And about this point, it's probably like four thousand.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say.
1: So uh he wants a hundred men shot for cowardice. Yeah. And then they were like, which by the way, common thing that would happen in the like, fucking the french uh the yeah. french army yep. the, again it happened in all the armies but the french were really like they were the ones who did this the most so yeah yay yay france um just think about that every time you're like france is such a great country right <laughs> I, years I will ago. say
0: i will say them protesting a uh, raising of the uh retirement age i get I, I wish I think, we did that kind of
1: shit. Here's the thing: I think that at some point the French people just went like, "Oh, they they fuck us every chance they get, so we have to fight back for every fucking inch."
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so they like, "Cause, cause again, it's like, oh, go fight for as your if, country, as oh, if we're, we're not
0: as if we're not getting fucked every chance the government gets." Yeah,
1: I know, but yeah, you're right, and we do like as I will say, I'm very proud of Americans for every single time it's like, "Hey, do this," and we're like, "Fuck no!" Mm-hmm. Even if it's for a bad thing, I'm like, "Good." Our our impression should always start with no why <laughs> yeah don't why? tell me no. what to do tell americans why. hate
0: being told what to do we yes even if it's for it.
1: our own good even if it's like, to no. save
0: our lives yeah we're like Mm-mm. yeah
1: and and but the, but that comes from for a reason because yeah. you know we came from fucking europe where they were just like doing this so yeah. you know
0: anyway let's blame um, europe
1: so they're haggling. They
0: they're, they're haggling about friends. Okay, you can say blame France. Say you Prince. blame France. You no, love you, France. That's fine. You yeah, sure. say you blame Bla- France. We can blame France. Um yeah. so they they there's these men haggling over the lives of basically enlisted men, right? There's these mm-hmm. officers being like, "Uh, eh, they're worth this much. They're worth that, whatever." Um and they they throw out a bunch of numbers, 100 first, a dozen second, and finally they land on 3.
1: Yeah. One from each platoon.
0: One from each platoon. So so, uh, Dax goes and tells each platoon leader, "Like you got to pick a dude, yeah, to go on trial for cowardice. Its penalty is death. I'm going to do my mm-hmm. best to, to get them off. I'll represent them." And-, and earlier on, we had found out that Colonel Dax was the best lawyer in France. <laughs> yes,
1: correct. <laughs> um, lucky, which, lucky,
0: l- lucky, lucky indeed for these dudes. Although eh, it doesn't turn out so well. Great.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but uh, so yeah, so you find out how how they get picked. So you get your three men. You mm-hmm. get you get your first guy who looks like um, Lurch.
1: <laughs> he does look like Luther.
0: He do you know the stories about that guy? So apparently no. the actor was horrible to work with, just an absolute fucking nightmare. So yeah. Kubrick the second Kubrick got all the shots that had his face in it, he fired him. And it, oh, everything genius. else is body doubles. So uh, apparently apparently halfway through shooting, the guy pretended to get kidnapped cuz they mm-hmm. they filmed like in Munich. They filmed in Germany. And he just like had somebody tie him up and gag him and throw him on the side of the road, and then when the cops came, he like pretended he was kidnapped and gave like a police re- like a false police report. It was Smart, so yeah. fucking weird. And he also like the the scene at the end where he's like crying and like that he's right next to the priest, you know, as he's being like yeah. brought to the firing squad. He apparently was like, well, he was doing those takes, and you know, Kubrick does like take after take after take oh, after take. Jesus, takes. yeah. Apparently at, at certain points he'd like bite the priest. He'd like really physically like kind of assault him and the priest fucking hated him. Like the actor who who played the priest was like, get the fuck away from me. So yeah, he was apparently a nightmare like through and through to work with. It's so interesting to hear about. T-
1: Timothy uh Carey, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so funny. Yeah. What a face that guy has though, huh? That,
1: yeah, it is such a well-defined face. Of, yeah. He he would per- be perfect in any fuck as a bad guy in any movie.
0: Any movie, um. So yeah, we get we get him, and he was chosen because he's a social undesirable. And I actually wasn't hundred percent sure what that meant, to be honest. I I um, like is he supposed to be like Jewish? Like what what's up with that? I don't
1: I I don't know to be honest, but I'm sure the book would go more into it. But in it my mind, does, I was like yeah. he's just an asshole. No one likes. Yeah, him.
0: he's just kind of creepy and weird. Um, he just looks kind of the way he looks. Um, so we no. get him. We
1: he get, wasn't uh, he wasn't a friend to anyone. He wasn't right. really like anyone's friend because he's yes, an yes, asshole. Yes,
0: yes. So we get him. We get a guy who was chosen by lots, by just happenstance. Yeah. And then we get our dude who was chosen because he knows that the squadron leader killed a guy with a grenade. Yeah. And it's very clearly retribution and in a way to silence him mm-hmm. for, for knowing that information. Right? He's yes, the only exactly. He's the only one that knows.
1: Even though he didn't tell anyone. But he's mm-hmm. the only one who knows. And it's just like, oh, this is how I cover my ass.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I love that that the, this the platoon leader is just such a pathetic like it's just one of those people where you're like you failed up your whole life and it's and you know it so you like are really insecure right like you know you don't deserve the position that you're in and yet yes. here you are so you protect like it by being like me. the most cowardly person right but the most selfish like cowardly person like you you aren't going to make any decision that isn't selfish basically i feel
1: like you're you're just attacking me right now
0: anyway Stay <laughs> <packed>. <laughs> He, th- I think that's a really good character. He's just yes. so he's just so hateable, and like, mm-hmm. and it's like the kind of person that you're like, oh god, you just the worst. And yet kind you, of person.
1: and yet you know he's gonna just keep failing upward.
0: He is gonna keep failing up, and that's the most like he is gonna leave the war and be a well. He's not gonna be a hero because uh, World War One veterans were not <laughs> like yeah. not well received, which is weird to me.
1: Um, but um, he's gonna leave the war and somehow like just fall. He just for some reason he just lucks his way into so yeah. many things.
0: Yeah, for sure,
1: for sure. And just, he just, he knows how to play the systems to just luck his way into 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 things and just keep mm-hmm. getting away with stuff. Mm-hmm. But That's yeah, a, go on.
0: Exactly, correct. Anyway, so these are our three men who are going to be tried for cowardice. Um, yeah. And then we go to the trial. So that they basically they're chosen in the morning. The trial is at three, not even the morning, they're chosen right before lunch. Yeah. The trial is the, at 3 p.m.,
1: yeah, and, and it's like he's not given Kirk Douglas is not giving any time to fucking investigate any of this. To that, prepare. So.
0: Right. Um, so he's uh he, yeah. So and then um the trial happens and Kirk Douglas does a great job trying to defend. And I mean, all does, you I see I think he does
1: an amazing job.
0: All you see is the court being like, Listen, we're not interested in actual defense here. Like these three men are going to be shot. I this mean, is just a formality. We don't care, we don't actually care, you know, like if we wouldn't be doing this trial if if we didn't absolutely have to, we're just he doing protests, this to cover our own
1: asses. Yeah, he protests a lot of things. He protests the uh, what do you call it?
0: He how protests the fact that there's
1: no. Yeah, number one, how they're chosen. Number two, no, there's no formal indictment. Like mm-hmm. he's like, I I don't even know what these guys are charged with. Mm-hmm. Not just that, but you're just like, you don't tell me what they're charged with. Uh, there's no stenographer, so like none of this is being kept as record. Nope. And like i have no like you do not let me admit any evidence into court and he's like this is not a fucking trial this is just a show trial it's for nothing yeah and he's just like you guys are just condemning these guys to death for your own hubris and i hope it, i hope it haunts you till your death yeah
0: what a good fucking like and is then what a, and ugh. as
1: yeah and as he's like defending these guys he's like okay so like one guy was like well i you know I was. I'm basically on trial because as I was going forward into a fucking hail of bullets, I didn't yell loud enough to rally my men to keep going. Instead, yep. we were told to go back. Yep. Uh, he, another he, guy was he like, "He
0: obeyed an order to retreat."
1: Yes. And then another guy was like, uh, "Someone fell on top of me, knocked me out." Yeah. As I was trying to get out of the trench.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's like I that that's why I'm here. Yeah. And it's like Jesus Christ, <laughs> fucking Christ. Like, this, this is why these people are on trial. And it's and, just like the, the the stupidity of this. Of like, believe, how dare you not go to your death?
0: I believe the social undesirable um, made it out of the trenches and into no man's land. Did he not? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. He survived no man's
1: land. He went out to no man's land and then came back during the retreat.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And yeah, and it was like, how dare you not have kept going? How dare you have not broken to the anthill by yourself? And just killed, you know, whatever it is, a hundred, a thousand Germans with just your side pistol.
0: Yeah.
1: How dare you?
0: Well, I like, I like when he was like, well, everybody around me was dead. And they were like, so you weren't. Yeah. You're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. Um, And anyway, so those, those are our three men. Kirk Douglas does a great uh, defense and it doesn't matter because it was never a real trial to begin with. Correct. And the men are convicted at 3 p.m. and they're, they're set to
1: death the next day.
0: Set to the at 7 a.m., bright and early the next morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: then, sorry.
0: So then we get the evening, right? So we we have a couple of things happening, right? So we have the three men in the jail. And that's like a really good, like, you get to see them sort of deal with the fact that they are definitely going to die the next Correct.
1: Day. Like, yeah. there's,
0: there's nothing that's going to save them. So you get denial, right? You get anger. And you get acceptance. And ex-
1: kind, of acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. kind of acceptance. Yeah. Kind of acceptance.
0: Those are I those like are the denial. Three. That was my favorite. Yeah, den- like the I, denial
1: I, of just like our like, social no, undesirable to, just yeah, being like un- a, it,
0: no Colonel Dax is going to get us time. out. Yeah, yeah, just crying absolutely. the entire
1: time. Just being like, I'm going to get out of this. I don't care. I'm going to find a yeah. way to get out of this. Um, and what is it? Uh, what's his name? The, Which one? the 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 atheist. The the professor who was just like
0: he was, he he a was the one.
1: I think because they said they showed him earlier talking to someone. About like the philosophy of like, yeah. oh, are you afraid to die or are you afraid yeah. of getting hurt? Blah, They're blah, talking about
0: ways to die. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I, at that point he had said he was a professor.
0: Oh, so I missed that. I don't I, know how I, missed I it. might.
1: By the way, I might be inventing things in my head because you know I'm a uh, very I'm a lack of sleep right now. So yeah, that's fair. But um, yeah, he basically is like starts going crazy because he's just like anger, angry at all this, mm-hmm. and then like someone punches him, and then he. <laughs> they basically he hits his head and they're like all right we're gonna patch him up and fix him up to tomorrow but he's completely knocked out and unconscious he might not wake up yep. so we're trying to have him survive the night just he, to tie him to a post to shoot him the next day
0: so we can shoot him and you get that great line where the uh they say uh yeah the general said uh pinch his cheeks a little bit he wants him to be conscious when he when he yeah. sees the firing squad so so bleak yep um yeah, so we get we get our three dudes. Um, I yeah. think that you know acceptance is the is the best of the three, right? Like he he, like, he
1: literally ju- well he started the, he started the entire thing being like, well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna die. There's no yeah. there's no go way around this. Like yeah. he was the one who accepted it before the trial even started.
0: Yeah, he knew, and he knew exactly why he got picked.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, it, and and ev- yeah, yeah, and everything. So anyway, so and he is also the one who like prepared a letter for his wife explaining the situation and like. Yeah. You know, gave it to the priest and was like, "I, this is all I can do. This is all I can do. And he has his own little breakdown, but he pulls himself together really quickly when his, like, fucking co His, uh, basically... Co-conspirator. Dude, no, not co-conspirator. But the dude I'll from the, the platoon in the, in, is just like, pull yourself together, man. Like, do you want to die like this? This is the last choice you're ever going to make. Do you want to go out yeah. like this? And he was like, you know what? You're right. And he pulled himself together. Um. Anyway, so you get that happening. Oh, well, Colonel Dax is figuring shit out. Right, he's like he's like okay. The trial he's was still a still trying to save his men. The trial was a sham that didn't work. I uh I'm gonna try. I'm well, gonna he gets try. Gets information like...
1: the next day. Yep. Uh, the, the, that night about um what's his name? The general being like, I want to bomb my own men. About and firing he's like,
0: on his own men. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and he's like, oh, I got it. I can blackmail him. So he Jesus. then shows up to the super general, and he's like, bro, all right, well, just so you know, your general was about to fire on those men on his own men i have sworn statements here saying that that happened unless mm-hmm. you get these guys off right you let these men you pardon these men and all this will disappear
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then you see the uh the super general like i love how i just call him super general <laughs> it's
0: fine it's fine that that works really well
1: <laughs> the super general is like how dare you get out of here blah 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 and then like fucking basically kicks him out
0: yeah
1: and uh and that yeah, was basically next,
0: Colonel Dax's last ditch effort. Like he was like, yeah. I got, I have no other recourse. I can't. Yeah. I literally can't save these men. Like it's, it's horrible for him. Yeah.
1: And again, Kirk Douglas, amazing actor, because as they pass him during the execution, you can see in his face, him hardened, trying to be strong, but yeah. at the same time, like you can see his face, like strong. And I was like really looking at his eyes. His eyes are just like like sad. Like I, yeah. I failed these men. Yeah. And It's like, oh, my God, like he he it, man, he has the worst of being a general, which is that he actually cares for his men, Yeah, which is the terrible fucking general, because you're sending men to die.
0: Yeah, it, 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 he he actually gives a shit. It's tor- it's horrible. Yeah. Anyway, so we um we go to the firing squad. <laughs> the next day, they, they prop up our friend who's got a skull fracture and is mm-hmm. unconscious. They do pinch his cheeks. Doesn't really help. My favorite part, though, is Colonel Dax finds out right about what that sergeant did about him killing a, did, killing a dude how did he find out
1: how did he find out that was my question
0: it was the um he was told by the by the guy so it, that the the when the um when the three men are chosen they're telling um they're telling dax why they were chosen right yeah. when they first go go to when they're first taken to the jail and that's when colonel dax finds out what happened with the grenade and the night the night patrol Mm -hmm. um so colonel dax finds that out and he basically goes to that sergeant who killed him one of his own and was and lied about it and was like his punishment is that he has to carry out the executions he has to be in charge of the executions and i thought that was such good punishment i was like this coward needs to pay for his action somehow and colonel like, dax knows there's no other way he's going to be able to do it right
1: yeah there's the he one has no the one recourse. witness
0: the one witness is about to be killed like he can't give a sworn statement now so yeah. it's like he's like the only recourse i have is to punish you in the way i can and this is the way i can so yeah you're you're the cross you have to bear is that you have to kill these men and you're gonna it, be the one to you, do are, it. Yeah. you are you're the hand that does it right and you just see him like I, I thought, I thought the best part of this was when he goes up and he has to like give each man a blindfold or ask each man if they want a blindfold.
1: And yeah. And the guy's like, no, yeah. I don't want to buy it. You're going to have to fucking look at me as you kill me. That's, that's your fucking punishment. And I was like, Oh, that's. I loved him.
0: Good. I loved him. And I also liked that. Like he could have said something to, to the sergeant at that moment. Right. He could have been and like, I hope to. this, I hope this haunts you for the rest of your life. You did this to me. It's your fault. Like he could have done any of that. And he just decides to just not to like not yeah. fuck with him like that which i was like wow that's such a good decision because i would worse. not i would not have decided that like i would have been you, like yeah I, I want you to know that it's your fault i'm about to die and that like it's, it's solely your fault and you did this to yeah. me i want this to weigh right. on your conscience for the rest of your life
1: it's even worse because the way he looks at him is just like oh this is going to haunt your dreams for your entire life i'm he, so glad that this. he looks at like, him
0: almost with forgiveness honestly like almost without yeah. like it is it's what like, well, kind of. Yeah. it's
1: it's it's just so good it's so well played because of the again the 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 fact that he's not showing the the screaming emotions and everything and like selling people and all that and like angry he's just like looking at him like well you did this it's all right yeah Yeah. Uh, we're all it's almost like he started the entire the entire war with the concept of we're all gonna die somehow this is just how it goes yeah
0: and like like, that to him is like even
1: worse it's like oh you you were the reason for my downfall. I thought it was going to be a German bullet, but no, it's you.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's almost like, well, this is what happens. And yeah. it's just like, man, that is even more haunting yeah, than course. than anything else. But uh, Wild. yeah, it was, they all get ex- executed, Dragon. Yeah. And then... Uh, they sure do. The next part is, to me, the saddest thing, which is... <laughs> basically fucking Kurt douglas shows up goes wait uh is invited sorry go ahead wait
0: do, it, which, which 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 part do you think is the saddest thing because there's the i cry at the end every time
1: uh, the, the I, ending is very no it's the meeting i don't think that's that. what
0: you're talking about you're talking about the meeting okay go ahead
1: um and it's the meeting beforehand which is uh uh basically the super general invites the general and uh what's his name uh Colonel Kurt douglas Doug. yeah to to like a lunch i guess and then they're sitting there and he's just like explains to the general like well you fired upon your own men by the way uh we're gonna have to have an inquiry yeah and then and then he kind of like and then and then he's just like oh there this is terrible because he knows it's gonna fucking it's gonna ruin him it's gonna ruin he's his done.
0: career yeah that's it. and then
1: he he basically just looks at dax and he's like okay congratulations you got his job yeah and then him he's just like i didn't want his job and then the general was just like that doesn't yeah, what make are you sense talking,
0: yeah what are you talking about this whole but, this whole time you've been an- angling for his job he's like and then you get that you get that part where the you you realize the general actually did not think colonel dax cared about his men
1: yes it like didn't it, occur to him Go. to me that like yes that is the sad part but the sad part was also the super general essentially being like i did the right thing mm. i killed the men for cowardice Yep. And when you brought to me something horrible that my general did, I'm going to put him on trial for it. So I did the right thing. And I'm like, holy shit. Like he's right. Yeah. Like that is exactly what should happen. He did the right thing because in another, like another character would just be like, Oh, um, guess what? Oh, uh, sorry. Another character would just be like, uh, in another movie, basically he would just be like, uh, Oh no, let's just brush this under the rug. Yeah don't worry I, I I need to keep my general things have to keep right, right, going right. instead he does the right thing which is like look I uh, you blackmailed me with something and I instead of hiding it, I'm exposing it to the world I did the right thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's like yeah so but like, then you, you get did, you
0: get Kirk Douglas being like the fact that you think that is like what what I pity you because you think that or
1: whatever his line is that's so well he good. pities him because he thought he was angling for higher for a promotion. And to me, again, I'm like, man, I don't, like, probably, like, the reason it's sad is because that's the mentality. Like, in the end, the super general did the right thing. Mm-hmm. He killed the men for cowardice, which is, uh, according to their rules, what he should have done. Yeah. And and he's like, someone brought me information about my general. Mm-hmm. I need to punish him for it. And then he's almost sad because he's like, Colonel Dax, you didn't want the job? Yeah. Like, I offered you a promotion and you didn't want it. But it's like, all right, cool. Go – go back to the lines you have to your men have to go back to the front and it's like it's it's just so weird because you see the dichotomy of like here's a man who cares because he yeah. has to care about his yeah. men yeah. and then here's a general who cares the way that a general doesn't has to care which is he can't care about his men he has to care about the mission right Um. I, so, I, yeah.
0: did, you, did you think that the men having to go back to the front lines was punishment for Dax not taking that job no I thought I, I thought that it might be. I was like, this I could did. be played either way. Like if Dax had been like, Thank you so much, I'm now the general, like maybe the men would have gotten a few more days. You know, I'm not saying they would no. have never gone back to the front, but like
1: No, yeah. I just I I don't think so. I think it's because just because it was I, it was basically
0: like Colonel Dax turned down the job and the general was like, Okay, uh your men are gonna go back to the front lines right now.
1: Okay, bye. Um, I, I don't think so, just because in my mind I'm like, Well, that general, that general just showed me he's a he's a good guy, he's not. He's not out there to protect his men. He's not out there. He's just out there to get a mission done.
0: He's like and playing games. I mean, he's, he's playing, playing politics. Say he's playing, he's playing politics. I would but say. that's
1: what but I would say he's he's doing what he's basically like. Well, the like the the big boys say that we have to take this hill. Yeah. I'm giving it to you guys.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's like, uh, OK, like you were supposed to get the job. All right. I'm sorry. Well, all right. Back to the front. Yeah. Back to the front. You guys got to go back. Fair enough. Have fun. But yeah, and then of course we get that. Like, it's a really good scene at the end. It's a really, I, I really thought like it's a good way of ending the movie, which is uh, he's about to go to an inn to be like, mm-hmm. all right, guys, we got to go back to the fucking front. Yeah. And then uh, basically, you just get this the men watching a German girl singing. And then you see the men starting like, yeah. Rah, rah, and then when the girl sings a sentimental, it's this is a very like s- sad song, song. Even though, yeah, yeah. even though you, you like, I don't, I don't fucking speak German. The men don't speak German, but yet they're sitting there like, feeling the pain of like the joy of just some girl singing so
0: this i always cry at this part i'm just like (laughs) so beautiful is that?
1: because they get normalcy for a little bit and then they're like just like like
0: this much and you and they all like crave it so bad and they're so i was listening to a blank i re-listened to the blank check episode about Uh, just one thing
1: um, i in my opinion dax because he doesn't then tell the men we have to go back to the front he's just like you know what let me give them another 10 minutes yeah and that's what I think he does. He's like, yeah. let me just let them enjoy this moment. And then uh, I'm going to go to my quarters and then I'm going to come back in like 10, 15 minutes. And then, all right, guys, we got to go back to the front. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Um, so I was listening to. uh uh.
1: Oh, sorry. Fade to black. Movie over. <laughs> Fade to ahead. black.
0: Movie over. Yes. I was listening to the blank chap b- episode about this one again. And one of the things they were talking about is like, you don't realize it until that point. But like, that's the first time you see a woman. In the whole movie, there's not a single one yeah. in this movie other than that, which makes sense. They're at the front lines, like where the f- where the fuck would women be, you know? <laughs> yeah. But uh
1: it's certainly not in the front lines. Yeah. Jesus Christ. We... No.
0: It, but it makes where it was so... your
1: feminism then, Dragon, <laughs> <laughs> asking for equality. Listen,
0: <laughs> the second the job comes back, I'm uh
1: quit my job. Just, I'm
0: so sorry like, to stay home, I, to I can't possibly go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Suddenly all the feminism leaves your body. Yes.
0: Like,
1: i need to make a sandwich for my man yes i can't possibly
0: go um no i'm too old now i don't think they would want me um uh but anyway um yeah that's one of the things they're talking about and it's like almost jarring right to see this like be- absolutely gorgeous like little french girl who's clearly like a prisoner right like she german. is not she is not a uh, german sorry german girl um she's not there of her own volition no. right and yeah. it's one of those things where you're like you're worried you're like is she gonna get like assaulted by all these men I who haven't seen like it's not that yeah, kind of movie. For, there's a moment however, she has
1: she has that body language of like I'm I'm gonna get assaulted but yeah. then like she starts singing and all the men start crying yeah like like not crying but they become very sentimental yeah and it's and they, like oh and they sing she's gonna be they, like come
0: along to her song and then she's yeah. like oh okay do you know do you know who that woman is uh no that is uh Stanley Kubrick's future wife
1: Oh, nice. So
0: apparently during so during the filming. He saw of this her and was movie, like,
1: oh if you like, hey girl, hey girl, if you sing for me, guess what? I'm gonna get you some good.
0: So apparently he was going through a very messy divorce during the filming of this movie. Mm-hmm. And he had a huge crush on this German lady. And um As one would. As one would. You've seen her. She's yes. literally gorgeous. And um he uh Apparently he like was worried about putting her at the end of this film. Cause he was like, is it just that I have a crush on her and this is actually not good filmmaking. Like he was like trying to separate that. And then you yeah. see the end of it and you're like, I can't even imagine her not being in this movie.
1: Like, yeah. That, yeah. She's like, you know? it's perfect. She's perfect. It like in that ties
0: story. up the whole movie. Um. So yeah, it, she, she is literally perfect in this. Um. It,
1: and they, they are together. Because... They are
0: together the rest of his life, by the way.
1: Yeah. It's, it's perfect because what it does is it, it brings this humanity to yeah. the movie. Yeah. Like, and I think that's always what, what a lot of like action and war movies lack is the, the humanity of it of like, yeah. oh, like all these things, all this stuff happens. And then you forget that like, oh, that's right. These are just human beings. Yeah. Like, this is just, like these are all guys who just like, you know, this, these people, this guy, this guy here mm-hmm. sitting at the table, he, he had, he had a crush on some girl in high school and he probably like, yeah is is just co- waiting to come back to go and be like hey i just survived war mm-hmm. and i had a crush on you let's go get let's go get a drink yeah and it's like it brings all that into all those little characters suddenly yeah. all those characters become human beings rather than just canon father father yep. it's it's just it's such like a perfect ending i really like that scene because because um, it does do that it brings humanity to all yeah. these men who are going to die
0: and it's such a bleak movie too to like have yeah. that kind of thing come in is is really nice um okay and that's the that's the movie that's yep. Paths of Glory. Berto, are you glad you finally watched it?
1: Uh, yes, I'm glad I finally watched it. Dragon, uh, you, so- Give five out of that's... 10
0: for you. <laughs> Just kidding.
1: Two out of 10. No one, no blood, two out of 10. There's no two.
0: boobs. There's no <laughs> boobs in this movie.
1: All right, Dragon. Um, yeah. Do you have any final thoughts for this movie?
0: Uh, I mean, listen, this is like one of the best war movies ever made. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's, it's Stanley Kubrick- his early time Stanley Kubrick started as a as like a photographer like a newspaper photographer and you see it I feel like in this in some of the ways he yeah. like sets up the shots in the in what he's doing here um it's a, it's, a
1: cinematographer yeah sig- cinema. cinematographer um I think he didn't he go to world war one at some point world war two I don't
0: think so uh, I think sure. he
1: like did the documentary or not a documentary he took like camera shots or something I might be completely wrong on that he
0: may have been a, a war photographer I, I don't I don't remember
1: I don't remember that.
0: Um. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, great, great movie. Ten out of ten. It's so fucking good. It's like it. it I feel like it's a must-watch. Uh, war movie.
1: Okay. Yeah. I guess.
0: <laughs> Birdo, what about you? Final um,
1: thoughts. Final thoughts. My final thoughts. I, again, I. To me, the hardest part is. Uh, the, in my opinion, the hardest part about making these war movies is. Um, that you have to. You struggle to put. Uh, like humanity into it, yeah. which is like, how it's the movies about n- people just killing each other, and how the fuck do you put humanity humanity into this? And he like, I think it does such a great job by just ex- just grabbing three random fucking characters and just being like, okay, cool. Uh, you're gonna be doing this. You're gonna do that. You're 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 gonna not want to die. You're gonna like, yeah. have, have acceptance of death. You you're gonna like have a breakdown. Blah blah blah, all this shit, and it like really just puts it into perspective. And again, that ending is like perfect. Like you don't need that scene at the end. But what that scene at the end does is it brings it it takes it takes you out of like a war movie yeah. and just puts you into like these are just men trying to live their lives. Unfortunately there's a war happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's I, I really I really like that ending. Fucking yeah and Kurt Douglas is like, again I Jesus Christ, he's a fucking good actor.
0: Insane, right?
1: And he gave birth to another good actor. <laughs>
0: He really did. What a fucking crazy. Life. What a Jesus crazy. Jesus Christ.
1: Imagine that. Imagine you being like the best actor of well, not maybe not the best, but one of the best actors of your generation. Yeah. And then being like, you know what? I'm so good. My seed is gonna be good.
0: Kirk Douglas, uh, that's how good I am. Kirk Douglas lived to be like 104. (laughs) He lived so fucking alive.
1: Again, he is the type of man who's just like hard nosed. I bet you at some point his body just got cancer and he just went, no. (laughs) No. You are not allowed to live in my body. Yeah,
0: absolutely not. And And the cancer cancer, just was like,
1: like, oh shit. (laughs) Oh shit. We got to get the fuck out of here.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, uh, true. Yeah, really good. I loved it. That fucking 10 out of 10 Dragon. I really love this movie. I knew you would. I was like, I can't believe you haven't seen this before. But no, uh, no boobies. So uh, five out of ten. Yeah. And nothing about the porn industry. Come on. <laughs> weird. So weird. weird. Weird that the porn industry
0: was not in any way shape <laughs> talked about in this 1957 <laughs> uh, movie. Um, uh,
1: yeah. But anyway, yeah. Fucking um, really good. Dragon, would you say that Kurt Douglas in this movie? Yeah. Uh, Colonel Dax. 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 Is he a positive male role model for my son?
0: Yeah. He literally he he does the correct hard things the whole time, the whole yes. time.
1: Okay. The only
0: the only thing I feel like nowadays, if you made this movie, he would have like broken those men out of prison or something like that.
1: But it's no, just... if if you made this movie today, he would have been played by uh, Angela Bassett. <laughs> She would have done a and, great job. <laughs> and they would have said, and they would have said, like, we can't we can't convict these men. We can't convict these, oh,
0: you these think they never soldiers because they're all
1: women. Yeah. And it would be about her fighting the patriarchy of World War One.
0: <laughs> yes, so, so many women that's,
1: fought. In World that's War. how that's how this movie well, Dragon, we need the movie to uh <laughs> what's the phrase that I mentioned? Oh, uh it, it has to reflect the it has to reflect the the world we live in today, <laughs> which I'm like, oh, this movie's gonna be shit.
0: Yes, <laughs> Every time absolutely, I hear that. absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah. okay, Berto. So you you uh 10 out of 10. This movie, by the way, has like a 96% on like basically everything. Like it's yeah, 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, 90% of Metacritic, 8.4 on IMDb, which is incorrect. It should be 10. Uh, yeah. You which know, like, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely incorrect. Uh so yeah, that's past the glory. So Berto, I chose this week. So you what what epic uh world renowned film are you choosing for us that right, uh, it critically so, acclaimed uh <sighs> often often cited as one of the best of its genre films
1: <laughs> Well Dragon as we are aware we're leaving Man's Man uh March right Yes, yes we are and that means we're going into Man's Man April
0: <laughs> Wait <laughs> I didn't agree to a second man's man.
1: Well, either way, Dragon. Well, we're, we're all getting, uh, we're all going to get ready for uh, misogyny May okay. or May, misogyny,
0: misogyny. Yeah,
1: that's going to be my favorite month. But anyway, <laughs> before this,
0: I've been okay. So, to in order to counteract all of this, every yes. time I have a pick in June, it's just going to be Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> we're okay. watching Midsummer four times in a row. <laughs> okay, go. Oh.
1: All right, so we're going to be watching a truly a man's man movie, okay? Mm -hmm. We're going to be watching 1985. Once again, 1985, The Peak of Cinema, Mm -hmm. Commando. It's going to come in one hour, 30 minutes. It's on Hulu right now. It's directed by Mark Lester, starring, Dragon, your boy, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nice. And starring Alyssa Milano for, well, very young Alyssa Milano for a couple minutes, and uh, Ray Don Chong. Who cares about those? It's starring, uh, this is it's It's a a schwarzenegger movie and we are going to go back and see why schwarzenegger is so great again (laughs) why again i know i know that we are a stallone podcast but we gotta we gotta throw schwarzenegger
0: every once in a while we have to
1: show yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) that's fair all right yep all right dragon why don't you uh go ahead and send us off oh okay okay bye okay bye